The fact is that more people have been slaughtered in the name of religion than any other single reason. That, that, my friend, is a true perversion. Harvey Milk. And this is the Godless Revolution. And Ryan is back. Yay! <laughs> Hopefully, audio glitches will be fixed this week. Sorry, 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 Matt. No, no. That. What are you apologizing for? I was in charge of all that last week. I like that you say sorry. 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 Yeah. <laughs> he is American. Don't worry. <laughs> no, what kind of American there is? Wisconsin cheese loving, <laughs> Packer watching, beer is. drinking. <laughs> yeah, not the Plymouth Rock kind of Americans like That's me. That's the real Americans, don't you know? Don't yes. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I guess this week we're discussing. Uh, we're going to start off and talk a little bit about we've got the Pride yeah, Fest got coming Pride. up this week in Salt Lake. And that's why I kind of decided to open up with a Harvey Milk quote. Pride Festival Atheist is, Pride. It's fucking awesome, man. Have you guys, <laughs> have kidding. you ever been to the Pride I Festival I actually, before? this will be my first year going to it and volunteering at it, so. Nice. So I've gone for the last three years. Um, before that, I always thought, yeah, maybe I'll go check out the Pride Festival. Or I'd just be driving around downtown and it's like, what the fuck is going on, man? <laughs> Everything is so colorful and people are half naked. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but I kind of like it. Yeah. But yeah, the Pride Festival is awesome. So Atheists of Utah, this will be at least our sixth okay. year, I believe, participating. Maybe uh, we may have been participating longer than that. I would have to check with uh, previous board members for sure. I was going to actually do that and I failed. To do well, because so. Salt Lake has been having a Pride Fest since the 1980s, if I'm if I read correctly earlier. I wish I had it's the been exact a really date long with time. me. And it's also one of the largest wow. in the United States. Okay, like it's that huge. True? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of the largest Pride festivals in the United States. Wow. Um, and it's also my understanding that the parade for the Pride Festival is larger than the parade for the Days of 47 parade. Oh. That's, That's good. cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, well, and then you got, you know, you have the Days of 47 people excluding different groups. Yeah. Mormons well, burning bridge, building bridges. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and if part, you're not from Utah, the Days of yeah. 47 parade is basically July 24th, if I'm correct. It's basically celebrating. Well, that's a Sunday. Oh, yeah. And then that's <laughs> yeah. on the day before or after. I think, isn't it an homage to 1847? Is that right? Yes. It, it's I, not 1947. No. I'm sure of that. Okay. Yeah, it's, 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 it's called rodeos. Yeah, it's rodeos, people going with their Mormon handcarts, reenacting the pilgrimage of yeah. the Mormons to come find and settle Utah and not talk about how they slaughtered all the In Indians. their prairie dresses and bonnets. Yeah. And, yeah. Yep. yeah. So it's basically... Crossing in, the icy rivers in the middle of July. And the, and the thing I find <laughs> is I, I'll notice towns around here will cancel 4th of July firework festivities, festivities but they'll have a Days of 47... Festival oh, yeah. going yeah, on. The, yeah, the that 24th. cannot get canceled. You can cancel the 4th of July, but the, the 24th, that's... Yeah. yeah. In Utah, definitely the 24th it's is celebrated. Much, much bigger holiday, oh, yeah. much more celebrated holiday you than, can't the, even buy than the 4th is, which is weird because, I mean, the Days of 47 is, is basically celebrating, you know, Utah coming coming to be, Yeah, which had, you know, had had the, had the events that led to us now celebrating July, July 4th. Yeah. Had those not happened, Utah, you know, anyway. Where I grew up, we celebrated our town's heritage the entire week of the 4th of July. Oh, yeah? So it was everything oh. was all wrapped up in it. So it wasn't like we're doing a separate thing. Like, hey, we're celebrating, you know, Wisconsin. We're celebrating Oshkosh. We're celebrating the United States all at the same time. Well, have you noticed? So, so here in Utah, we also have, uh, you know, all of the little cities and municipalities will have their own little, like, Founders Day celebrations yeah. all throughout 
you know, I, th- I don't know if there's any in June, but I, there's a ton of them in July. I think there may be a couple in August. Tons and tons of, yep. you know, little local city parties and yeah. parades and fireworks and they all shows. And, like, at least in Utah County, it kind of just runs the county, you know, like Spanish yeah. Fork, Springville, Provo, Orem, Lehigh, America. You know, they all do it right in a row, all in different weeks. So they're yeah. not really competing. Yeah. So everyone can go buy their strawberries from all the cities individually. <laughs> Watch cattle get roped. But yeah, the, the Pride Festival is, is a ton of fun. Uh, we, we do the parade. So Atheists of Utah marches in the parade. Uh, we've got a, a pretty large contingent, and it continues to grow each and every year. Uh, I'm always really, really happy with the, with the number of people that we get to turn out. I think this year will be a phenomenal turnout. Uh, I'm expecting probably close to 100 atheists. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're marching with us. And then the parade is Sunday. Um, but the festival grounds are open on Saturday and Sunday. So Saturday we'll go and set up our booth. Uh, we have a large double booth. One side will be selling merchandise, signing people up for memberships, talking to people. The other side will have a Ask an Atheist section where people can just drop by, ask us any questions that they may have, get in little mini debates if they choose to. But really at the Pride Festival, that's kind of a non-issue. Mm-hmm. The, the Provo Pride Festival last year was a bit of a different story because there was a roving band of Christians okay. <laughs> yeah. marauding through the streets of the Provo Pride Festival. Yeah, I, that, I was, think that was interesting. Salt Lake is definitely much more accepting of well, the LGBT community. There's, there's a much d- more diverse population. Yes. Yeah. Well, and I think the difference there, too, is that I don't believe that there was an admission cost to attend the, the okay. Pride Festival yeah. in Provo, oh. so just anybody could wander through. Where you know the one in Salt Lake, it's it's you know fenced off. You have mm-hmm. to pay an admission, all that kind yeah. of stuff. And I I don't think that there are many Christian groups who would want, want their to, money going, going to, to benefit the Pride Center yeah. or anything like that. Right. So when is Provo's Pride? Are they doing one again this year? I hope so, but I haven't heard anything about okay. it yet. I know last year was that's like their last first year was the one. first one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, last year was the first one. Tracy, yeah, are, okay. I want to say they are. Tracy has just confirmed that indeed Provo will be doing a Pride Festival, so atheists of Utah will be there as well. We should go to the one in Moab because I know Moab. Does I a went pride to that parade. one last year. Did you? It was Moab so was fucking awesome. awesome, dude. It was crazy. <laughs> I'm like Moab's just a fun place yeah, as Moab. is oh, with yeah. how liberal they are. I'm like I couldn't imagine how much fun. Oh, dude, Moab is tuna crazy. as hell, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you, you had to hear the story to know that one. Pre-podcast. That was a pre-podcast reference. reference. A little callback. Um, yeah, the Provo, the Provo one was really cool. It was our first one last year. Uh, and then we went to, it was me, Tracy, and a couple friends uh, went to the Moab Festival. Not, You know, we weren't there as vendors yeah. or on display or anything. We just went to go to the festival. It was so fucking fun, man. They have this, they have an orange party there, The the I guess the first night. Okay, for all the Oompa Loompas. Yeah, well, it's it's at a bar, and there's just uh, it was it was awesome. I mean, just everything is covered in orange. Everybody's wearing orange. Well, the 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 parts that they're covering are covered in orange. <laughs> and I mean, it was just it was so awesome. There there was a huge drag show. Very very cool. So so much fun. I, I definitely want to go and do that again this year. Yeah, I mean, I'd be interested in going. This is Moab's a cool spot. And oh yeah. All about supporting good things. Yeah, so. it's awesome. Well, and the cool thing about Moab is that you can just walk everywhere or stumble yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you didn't really have to drive anywhere to do anything. You're just walking around town. Yeah, the main parts of the town are three blocks maybe. 
Yeah, I will. I'd say you could probably expand it out to a total of like 10 blocks. And they got campgrounds right in downtown. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. You can just walk back to a tent. bars, too, and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's a ton of fun. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I know know Beth, uh, my sister, talked about the the Provo uh, thing last year. Oh, did she go to it last year? Yeah. And I I know she had mentioned something about them doing it this year, too. So um, I guess, and we just got confirmation, so. Yeah, <clears throat> that'll be a great thing. That'll be exciting to, and I hope if David and Gabriel from LA are listening, come out. They used to live here. He's like the best crossdresser I've ever seen. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, dude, he's phenomenal. Better than I'll bet he's I'll bet he's not better than Indie Skies. Have you seen Indie Skies? Uh, like, I'm trying to remember how tall she is. It's like six six nine six ten. I mean, really really tall, but just gorgeous. Oh, that's tall, yeah. Just, okay. Just wow! No, yeah. I got a buddy. In like I, I, I don't know I, these guys. I, so. I was following her around, and this was at Moab, so I was like following yeah. her. <laughs> yeah, 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 um, yeah. Really, really cool. Uh, Indy and and Gina were both really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, they had they had a bunch of different uh, people in drag there, and put on a whole drag show at Woody's Tavern. Okay, uh, that's like the the main bar mm-hmm. there in Moab. Just a ton of fun, man. I yeah. had a really good time. And I've never met a bad person in Moab. I mean, I've, whenever I've gone there, I've just like go to a bar and just chill Everybody's out. Everybody's just there Everyone's, to party. Yeah, yeah exactly. Everybody's there to have fun, yeah. and it's a good mm-hmm. it's a good place. Yeah, there's nobody there harshing your buzz, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can get a bunch of rednecks out if we say that we're going to have drag day. Uh, there, like in the... I doubt I, it. I doubt it. You need to be confused they, between drag racing yeah. and drag dressing. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, you mean just confused? Because they think they're going to get the drag race on Main right. Street in Moab. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, possibly. I don't know. Perhaps. We'll, maybe we'll call this new segment "Matt Kills the Momentum of the Podcast." <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, the, the Pride Festivals in Salt Lake City. The, the Salt Lake one, of course, is awesome. The the one in Provo was a whole lot of fun last year. I hope. That when they do it this year, we're allowed to put our booths actually on the grass. The the place where they, well, or maybe it'll be at a different location, but where they had it last year, they, you know, we had to set up our booths basically in the road. Oh. But this road was so old and had been built up so much and repaved mm. so much that there was like a 12-inch drop-off from the road <laughs> into the gutter. Yeah. And we had to put our booths, you know, they had to be... Yeah. They couldn't be on the grass. They had to be in the road. And you and can't it was just like level. This, it was trying you know, was trying to set up a booth and tables on a bubble. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of rough. They, that's, that's how they do that's it. That's annoying. Yeah. Yep. Um, so Salt Lake, though, this week, um, since I don't I don't know if we don't have the dates for Provo, right? I no. don't have them yet. Tracy <clears throat> Tracy may know, but she just so that escaped starts when? upstairs. Yeah. Saturday. Uh, what time is it? I don't know what time it kicks off on Saturday. Is it afternoon or is it morning? Because Sunday it's the morning. It's, it's usually it's, at 10 I, think it, I think it's late morning, uh, probably 10 or 11. You can find all the details by going to utahpridefestival.org. Uh, they've, they've got a pretty fancy website set up that gives you all the details of the different performers, the times, the schedules, all the different dinners, gives you information on the parade marshals, mm-hmm. parade entries, all of that fun kind of stuff. And they do have a lot of... Local vendors too, and they got beer and yes, refreshments. Yes, and, so. lots of beer, lots of food, lots of awesome people. So you can't go wrong. Yeah, yeah. So if you're in the area, head up this weekend. You won't regret it. It'll be awesome. And stop by the Atheists of Utah booth and say hi. And you might see me running around with the camera. 
talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so what's... Don't be afraid. <laughs> what's, your, uh, what's your plan that way? Well, uh, basically, I'm going to be sitting... Uh, I'm volunteering at the booth, and my hope is to... Well, I'm going to try to... Uh, I'm going to film part of the parade. I'm going to film at the booth. Just try to basically have something to put up on the Atheists of Utah YouTube page, which if you didn't know, there is one. Check it out. They've got some cool interviews on people talking about leaving religion there. But uh, just walk around and talk to people, try to get a feel-good video going on, just showing what Atheist of Utah is all about at the Pride Parade, and just kind of have a feel-good video to put up and have some good stuff going on. And if there are any debates that go on with Atheists at the booth, I hope to be there to catch it, and I hope they're willing to let me film it. So so kind of a documentary, here's yeah, just going kinda on. Just, just, Yeah, just kind of to follow around Atheists of Utah out there and... Ooh, Show oh, I it. forgot to mention, too, that so two years ago, uh, where Atheists of Utah had our booth, uh, we were right next to the Utah Bears. <laughs> totally awesome group of guys. I was made an honorary bear. <laughs> and then last year, we got our double booth. Last year was the first year that we had a double booth, and they moved us to a corner of the festival that I actually loved that location. It was awesome. I mean, there was there was a big tree. We had a bunch of space behind the booth where we could all lay out blankets and chairs and chill out when we were not running the booth or whatever, just have people come back there and mingle. Um, this year, uh, they, put us, they put us in a different location, and I'm hoping that they put us next to the bears again because mm-hmm. they're a lot of fun. Yeah, we cleared this up last week, I think. I'm a bear cub. I, I, there was right. some confusion at first. I might have right. been, I may have been an otter, but have to say, but Dan is a red panda for sure. Uh, red panda. I, I gotta admit that I didn't know what a bear meant in the gay community until about two years Tell ago. Tell me you YouTubed that. No, I I was I was looking for a way to insult one of my friends on Facebook who is a Chicago Bears fan. So I. I typed in like the bears are gay and <laughs> all i got was pictures of men of hairy <laughs> half naked men i mean at first i was like oh that word has a different meaning than what i originally knew it as now i know <laughs> and this was I, th- when was this about three four years ago oh okay all right so you know i maybe not yeah, that i, I should have known like i wasn't too active in a lot of the stuff then so i didn't know what it was i my ex-girlfriend, uh, her her dad and stepmom, uh, rent a rent a little house on a river in California, and I I can't remember the name of the Cal I can't remember the name of the river, but apparently, the weekend that they rent this house just happens to coincide with some some kind of bear gathering or bear festival, and 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 it's this you know. Kind of semi-rural town in California that's right along the river, and like the bears take over the whole town. Like the, the <laughs> movie theater changes into like this bear-themed movie showing place, and there's just a ton. Do of, they have Yogi? A ton of this? a ton of large saying? hairy gay men wandering the streets of this small California I'm, town. I'm, you I'm, said it was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to think of what kind of movies they would play for a, at the movie theater. I'm trying to think. I was, I was, yeah, yogi. I, I for sure. well, yogi, I had, yogi, yogi, <laughs> for some reason the great outdoors came to mind. Cause I'm just thinking outdoors the great outdoors. Movie. Yeah. Great outdoors sure. right. John Candy was kind of a bigger guy. I'm like, he well, wasn't now, gay, yeah. but Clan of the Cave Bear. 
<laughs> Maybe not. No, I, I don't think I know. <laughs> what what are some uh, other what's the what's the one what's the show with the guy who Well there is the bear. I mean that's a movie. Is that the one it's where a Disney movie, I think. It's oh no. Uh, well yeah, there's that but yeah. there there's the movie it's it's a Brother Bear documentary of the guy who Lived among the bears. Oh, and like, oh yeah, he got mauled. Grizzly, yeah. Was it called Grizzly, Grizzly Man? Grizzly Man by Werner Herzog. That yeah. guy was Timothy Treble. Stupid. That, yeah, that's I, his name. I haven't. I haven't watched the movie. I, that's on my. It's a really cool list. Sh- one day. It's a really cool show. Um, with a terrible, terrible. terrible I mean, ending. I. I <laughs> we'll call that segment. Dan brings the podcast down. <laughs> I would applaud the guy's efforts to bring yeah, sure, awareness sure. to wanting to help and protect bears, but to. Get to the point where like, oh, these guys with seven inch claws that eat nothing but meat are my friends. Yeah, well, they God. eat berries too. It's it's more complicated. <laughs> Picnic it's, baskets. It's more complicated, but you know, yeah. I mean, they they he was, he. I think he forgot they were wild after a while. Did, how, did you watch it? Yeah. Okay. So when he goes back, he went it. back later in the year than he ever had been. And yeah. So what he ended up was encountering. All the bears that had been too old, too sick, too senile, whatever, and they had been moved to the outskirts of the group, and he was in within that group. The other group had moved on, so but they didn't st- know him. They were hungry for anything. They were the ones that would dive down for the dead salmon that had been there for uh, a month. And I, you know, I still think if it were the other he, ones and they were hungry and they wanted to eat something like easy yeah, meal, maybe so, maybe so. I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying the guy's judgment was the best, but listening to that phone call when he was being, mal- I mean, it was pretty horrific. Yeah. Well, it wasn't a phone. It was, it was on the phone. His camera, camera, his camera, his the video camera was, was in the tent yeah, and it was running. Was it running. didn't catch the actual right. mauling, but, the but it got the audio of him and his girlfriend be, being killed. Eaten. Eaten. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, it was it, actually it, the it was pilot, to... uh, the bush pilot that flew them back in there. He flew out like a week later because he was supposed to get a contact from him saying, "Hey, you know, we're we're doing good." He didn't get his contact, so he was worried. He flew out there and he walked to their campground and found them both uh, off in the woods. Well, he found the campground all thrashed, went and got the cops, then went back, and then they found the bodies pretty much yeah. partially eaten. Yeah. Wow. And um, then they killed the bears. Yeah. And that is not going to happen at Pride Week. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Got to put them down. They started eating people. <laughs> yeah. I don't have. I don't have cannibal bear boots. That yeah, sounds like a bad sci-fi movie. Well, the, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. so we Tracy and I watched the season finale episode of Hannibal. Have you guys been watching? I, I oh. watched season talking of Hannibal, the show they will not show here in Utah on TV. Wait, what? Well, yeah, they, they, it's it's supposed to be aired on NBC and NBC is owned KSL. by KSL. Yeah, they KSL is the local affiliate for NBC, and they yeah. won't show. Oh God. But, uh, I watched half of season one, then they pulled it off of. I didn't get to finish it when it was on the on demand, but now it's on Amazon. So I'm, I'm actually planning on going back and well, watching and it's, it. Well, they but... do it on. I think they play it on the CW. Okay, the CW yeah. network here locally. And is it is it made by is it produced by Tyler Perry or? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, but it's fucking awesome. Yeah, from what I had seen of the show, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I was like, this is like, it, yeah. it is so good. And the season finale, I was just like, holy mm. shit. <laughs> I, yeah, they. I, I read a an article talking about it recently, and they were they were just mentioning how awesome a show it is, and talking about the relationship between uh, the the Hannibal's character and the the character who kind of works for the FBI, who's who's been you know trying to 
to arrest him or, or he's get like him the caught. Profiler. Who, who, yeah, yeah, the profiler who knows that Hannibal is a killer. It's just so awesome. I mean, the the imagery, the writing, the acting, all of it is just fucking phenomenal. Mm. If you haven't been watching it, you should. If you're queasy at all, if you if you can't stand the sight of blood, it's probably not the the kind of show for you because it it is really bloody and yeah. really violent. Well, it's not. It's not really. Well, from what I saw, it's graphic in what it shows, but it never actually sh- really shows the violent act. Well, I guess when he would go through his mind, it would show him a little okay, bit. Okay, Mister, I've done a term in Afghanistan. But, uh, <laughs> I'm also not very caught up in pop TV either. I mean, I've seen like. Parts of season one of Walking Dead, none of oh, House of Cards, none of Game of Thrones. I haven't no, watched House like of that. Cards. I hear that's, that's really, really good. And it's that's on, on Netflix. Netflix. I plan on watching that yeah. one. That's on my uh, Netflix lineup. I, I just watched it. it. It's not a. It's a feel good show, but if you guys haven't seen Hannibal, no, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Derek. <laughs> oh, Derek. Uh, no, yeah, uh, Derek. the Ricky Gervais Derek. show. Yeah, no, that, that's actually pretty good. Yeah, right, I like that one quite I'm, a bit. I'm fairly up on Gervais stuff. That's also on my Derek's Netflix list, yeah. but I haven't watched I it yet. I watch it. It's yeah. a good one. It, yeah. It's a little drier than, well, I guess he did. Um, I prefer the UK office to the American one, but it's. I, I guess it's not drier than that, but it, but it is it's it, in that vein. I, I like his character, Derek, and the thing about like what Ricky Gervais even said about that show is he's trying to portray women in a more powerful role mm-hmm. yeah. and trying to give in like, what the normal roles that aren't given to people. Like It's not showing men as being the only alpha... Right, right, right. People, yeah. And Ricky's a great activist for yeah. all, for all those categories, you know. And he's he in, sort of just does it subtly, and you know, as it should be, not not over paying too much attention to that kind of thing, or you know, but just sort of does it how it should be done yeah. equally, and how it's how it actually is in the real world too. And since he's a huge animal activist, the show is all about yep. animals too. And he's hilarious as well. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I like that he included Carl Pilkington, who was. The shit in you know, Idiot Abroad. I always wonder, like, is Carl? Is any oh, of that like that, that's exaggerated? Or no, I, I think it's, watch I, the Richard, Ricky Gervais show. Well, yeah, they, I, I have. It's but just but them it, making fun of Carl Pilkington. But I mean, even then, it seems like he's got to be putting some of that on, right? Uh, I, mean, like, I, I think we all know a Carl Pilkington, though. Yeah, if you think about it, there's like, all, we we all know that guy. That's just that. Who's just Out of like it. so so blissfully ignorant of the world around yeah. them? It's not that he's yeah. I mean yes, I, but it's it's not that he's dumb. It's just that there's there's there is an attitude, and his brain works in a different way. You can you can, you can find this <laughs> in New England still today, where people don't want to get out of the comfort zone. They don't want to go to the next town over. They just they want to just do their thing and not be bothered and be you know and live in this tiny little. And you, that still exists. And that's fine for them. They they have no... Well, it's all over the South, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, just that they have no desire to be yep. more worldly, more cultured, yep. yeah. more yep. whatever. That's why Ricky thought it would Genetic be hilarious. To... <laughs> Whoa. Uh... <laughs> Send him a... Have you seen the whole series of uh, Idiot Abroad? There's... Yeah, four seasons of it, I think. Yeah, and I... then and then the one and then the one where they send Carl and Warwick yeah. Davis to get yeah. That was funny because Warwick Davis is having a blast. Well, yeah, because he's getting biked around in a freaking basket, dude. And he just has fun. Like, <laughs> it's uh, a little easier to have fun, but yeah, no, no, it's true. His attitude was. Bad. Oh yeah, yeah, it was funny. <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't seen all of all of Idiot Abroad. I think I watched the first season and part of the second season, and then for whatever reason, it kind the, of dropped off my yeah. radar. Honestly, the last season wasn't the 
best because Carl actually started getting into it. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. A he started bit. enjoying himself. It's like, oh, oh that but he's having the fun. It's, it's <laughs> right. not funny. And so <laughs> then all of a sudden, Derek came out, and uh, yeah. that's a callback. And Carl, I thought, was great. In yeah, oh, I, yeah. He, he acted a lot better than I thought he was going to be able to act. He he was actually I, pretty good. He yeah. kind of played I, himself, but still. There's there's a few scenes you'll see in the show where like Ricky Gervais's character is wrestling with Carl's character, and you can just see him on the ground. He's like, oh, "Fuck this! Yeah, it's fucking cut. Yeah, I'm done. He's, I'm gonna pass out. <laughs> yeah." Stephen, I was gonna say Stephen Merchant also is brilliant. yes, he's brilliant. Yeah, I don't know if absolutely. you guys watched watched any of his show on HBO. Hello, ladies. I I noticed it's on Amazon right now, and I wanna I'm gonna catch it. That's that's like it, at times it's painful to watch in the way <laughs> that The Office was sometimes painful to yeah. watch, where you're just like, oh my god, I can't believe that you just did that. Mm-hmm. Like that, oh, just so completely and and totally awkward in a lot of the things that happen that you're just. Like your heart breaks and you feel you feel awkward and squishy inside, just like <laughs> oh god, I can't. Like I don't know what I would do if I were put in the same situation and had done something like that completely by accident. And I think with the with the show, if you get that emotion out of it, they did their job. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. That's what's their <laughs> yeah. That's that's the whole purpose. Yeah. Have you seen any of uh, Merchant's stand up stuff? No, I, I didn't know he did stand up, dude. Yeah. Well, so he and Ricky both wrote The Office yes. UK, and that was a hit. That was hilarious. It was picked up by all, I mean, I mean, Germany, Russia, Japan, America, you know, a whole bunch of other. And then there was kind of this big knock on these guys that they didn't come from comedy kind of thing. But then everyone thinks they're funny, whatever, right, kind of thing. Yeah. So they're like, fine, fuck you guys. We'll go do a stand-up. And so Ricky went out, killed it. Oh, yeah. And was hilarious on stage. Is it out of and England? He did a couple of those, yeah, and he's. I think he's got animals. I think his um, first stand-up was excellent. I, I think his second one was meh. It was all right. Had some really funny moments. Yeah. But. He had Out of England, Out of England 2, and Animals. Okay. I've seen Out of England. I like that one quite a bit. Probably because he... Yeah, they're all... It's a lot of eight rants. I think, I think it was the his, Out of England 2. His whole Noah's Ark bit. bit. Yeah, that that's, that's fucking fine. hilarious. <laughs> but Stephen Merchant does one, too, and I think it is actually called Hello, Ladies. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, and that's really good. Um, that's what his stand-up is named? Uh, I think so. I believe it's on Netflix. Yeah, that show is really good. Yeah. So. I think I watch too much TV. <laughs> Sometimes, like, I, I don't feel like I watch a ton of television, but then we start talking about these different shows. I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, have you watched this? Have you watched this? You guys should uh, really check out this show. Well, being a federal firefighter, sometimes our jobs get boring. Yeah. And I'm at work for 48 hours at a time, so at night, all I got is my iPad and Netflix, so... All right, so me and Dan will discuss legitimate excuses. <laughs> um, my girlfriend likes to watch television shows a lot. Me too, me too, me too. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is. It's our quality time. Yeah, QT, as I like to call it. Yes. It's too hard to say quality time while I'm looking for something new on Netflix. I have this, my queue is like lined up for probably the next 20 years. Yeah. I'll never get around to watching everything I've got in the queue. I tend not to queue stuff, which makes me mad sometimes. So, like, if I fall asleep watching something, I'm like, oh, I want to watch that. But I'm falling asleep. Then I wake up, and Netflix has this horrible habit of after you watched it, unless you remembered what it was, it doesn't show up anymore. Mm. Mm. It's like if I go through, oh, it was in the new releases. Wait, since I watched it, it no longer comes up in my new releases. Damn it. Mm. And I'm like, I can't remember them. 
name of that movie <laughs> now. Don't they have a history. I think you can look. Mm-hmm. Sure on, on the it, on the computer, they do. When I, when I use my iPad. It's like a dumbed down version of it. And it's well, and you were you were saying uh, that you know your your job gets kind of slow and and you have nothing better to do than watch shows sometimes. And I remember a couple of weeks ago you were talking about watching a show and someone else had a problem with you watching oh, this, yes. this particular yeah, I show. I was uh, <laughs> watching Platoon. Right. Oh, yeah. And the way our, I was actually watching this in one of our TV, this is one of our way outlining stations, and it's, a, it's like a Boeing test site. So everything is super like locked down, safe, and secure. So that place is really boring. But if something happens bad, it's really exciting really fast. <laughs> but I'm watching Platoon, and this guy is what we call a room rat. He only comes out of his room to eat and piss and poop. He stays in there. He doesn't want to hang out with people and stuff. So I'm sitting there in a little TV room next to the kitchen, and I'm watching Platoon. There is nothing in our station that says you cannot watch an R-rated movie. Uh, There's no nudity in the movie. It's just language, language and it's graphic. That's why it's R-rated. But he walks past me once to go to the kitchen and puts up the microwave, walks back to his room. Microwave goes off. He comes back out of his room, grabs it, and he tells me, would you please change the channel? And I'm like, do you want to watch a show with me? I'm like, if you want to watch something with me, I've seen Platoon several times. I think it's a good war movie. But we can change the channel and watch something that you might want to watch. It's like, no, I just don't want to have to hear that language while walking around the station. Don't walk around the station. station. I was like, <laughs> it's like yeah. if you are an adult, you're 40-something years old, if you can't handle hearing the word fuck, shit, or damn. Oh, jeez. And if uh, I was, and oh. he is super. He's one of the guys that will sit in his room and read the Book of Mormon half the day. Well, why is he in that job? Because that's what he is. He actually told some guys at the fire station. We had some reservists come th- from a different state to do a two week with us, and he told them when he came to one of their outlining stations and he was the captain out there. Told them this is a Mormon department. There is no cussing allowed, no watching R-rated films. We yeah, go that? fuck yourself. Yeah, he said pretty, that. He said that. Uh, all, when the rest well, of the department heard he said that, we're all like, fuck that. Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck you. We are not in a Mormon fire department. Yeah, well, there, there are just some jobs. I mean, you know, if you're going to work at a prison, you know, or even a county jail or be a police officer, a firefighter, be in the military, you've you got to have a little bit of We are be a comedian. I mean, especially when it's treated skin. as... Like it's like it's like a home, like especially at a fire department where you're there for 48 hours at a time. The guys you work with become kind of like a family. If you can't can't become part of that family and join in and have fun with the dirty jokes, you kind of get ostracized a little bit because it's like you you refuse to even. Well, tell them, yeah. sit there. tell them to go join, join the Detroit Fire Department. Oh, well, you know, <laughs> New York or Boston. No, it's all right, you fucking bathroom rat, you. Yeah. It's, well, is it a bathroom rat or room and rat? I can't room remember. Rat. Yeah, we'll make him a bathroom rat. So, so when you mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, I can't remember. At the time, I thought about it, but I don't know if I ever got around to telling you guys the story about uh, my buddy who, before the podcast, we were talking. I said he, he lived in, in Rhinelander and mm-hmm. worked out mm-hmm. here at Utang, whatever. So he was telling me that he was out at work at, at Utang. It's the Utah Air National Guard. And he was a mechanic out there on the 130s. And they were, they were doing whatever. And one of the guys that they worked with was really, really staunch LDS. And, you know, military guys, I would guess almost wherever you go, use the word fuck, shit, piss. You know, oh, they, yeah. they cuss oh, yeah. 
fairly it's, liberally, right? It's <laughs> it, it's common language. Yeah. It's a good it's a good smattering of smut you know, all over so, the place. Yeah. And he so they're they're in the hangar, they're doing whatever, and he just kind of walked up to a group of them one day, and he's like, you know, I really don't appreciate that kind of language. And they were like, well, what do you mean? Well, you know, when you guys say the swears. <laughs> no. That's not going to draw you any problem. Oh, man. Oh, okay. the, the and then, and my buddy says, so So we start going through the list of things that he doesn't approve of us saying. Yeah, so course. it's like, you know, well, can we say shit? No, I'd prefer if you didn't say that one. Well, what about, God damn it, no, that one's really bad. You should mm-hmm. never say that. <laughs> okay, what about, damn it? Well, that one's kind of, it kind of depends on how you would use it, but I would prefer that you didn't. Bitch, no, that's not very respectful. <laughs> fuck, I'm sure fuck is right out. He's, oh, yeah, you should never say fuck. <laughs> so they go through, you know, they're going through this list of words, and he says, and then we arrived at cunt, and we said, how, how, do you, how do you feel about us using the word cunt? And he said, he kind of glossed over for a minute, and he thought about it, and he said, yeah, that one's okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> And honestly, that's the one I won't use. <laughs> yeah, he said, he, he, he said, know what that means? Well, no, he said, obviously, like, he said he kind of glossed over, like, like he I, had absolutely no, he'd never oh. heard that word in his life before. And so he was fine with them using it because he had no fucking idea what it meant. The only wow. place where it's acceptable to use that word is in Europe <laughs> or Australia where it's used as common language. In the U.S., yeah, I don't even like saying it. Right. <laughs> yeah, like in, in Britain, it's far more casual. Oh, yeah. That was, that was the one oh, word he was all okay. of them, and he was like, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that one's okay. <laughs> oh, wow. That's uh, horrible. Dude, what is, yeah, why is he in the military, right? I don't understand. I've never understood, actually, why people have a problem with swear words anyway. I mean, it's it's a sound that yeah. I make with my mouth. It's, right. It's, it's what you feel about it. Yeah, that it's makes the way it you a problem. perceive the word, and I can't, ha- yep. you know, I can't control how you feel about any given thing. It doesn't matter what I say. It doesn't matter the sounds that are that I'm making with my mouth. You know, I, I may right. accidentally sneeze and and you know say so, fuck without even meaning to, and but and just because I did that, you know, and and then when you have people who replace commonly used swear words like with their own version. Like, yeah. yes. like yeah. Battlestar Galactica. You know, here in Utah, I don't know how many different <laughs> oh, words geez, we have yeah. for the for fuck. You know, we have frick, fudge, fetch, flip. You know, all of these <laughs> oh, different things. Oh, geez. All of these yeah. different things where... And that's what kills me is that Gall. they they that's mean the same thing. Yes, they exactly. mean... When when they say it, they're, it's a replacement uh, that's for what, fuck. Yeah. They yep. mean the same thing. It just sounds differently, and somehow that makes it okay. Right. So the, the, so the thing is with a military Mormon is don't make those sounds and let me load this machine while I shoot real bullets into other people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, We're all that, about peace here. <laughs> sure. Says the only one that's bullets been of love. military duty. <laughs> I'm not saying go kill somebody, right? But if you're Mormon... You know, and you sign up for a job to go kill somebody. Yeah, it's just, it's never made any sense to me yeah, why, weird. why people find, why, why there's even a term of offensive language, unless you're directly yeah. attacking yep. somebody. That, I would say, would be a possibly offensive language. But to give special meaning to this yeah. word and, and, you know, have it offend you personally that I use it, that's bullshit. I can't control your emotions. I can't control how you're going to react to anything. 
and it's a sliding scale and it's you know it it's it's completely subjective and it doesn't matter you know some people have a problem with the word hell I use that all the time, but you yeah, know, I, I don't care about that. I mean, yeah, that same Damn guy. Now that you said that, that, had was getting ready to do something in our training room. There's a bunch of stuff written on the board, and I didn't know what it was. I was looking at him like I said, "What the hell is this?" He goes, "Get out!" Oh, I'm like, "Why did you say, don't talk like that in here?" I'm like, "Did you say hold on? Don't make those sounds while he, I load this machine." That is he like a superior <laughs> or something? He's or? he's one step above me. Oh but God. He's petty authority. I mean, oh, oh doll. gosh, he's, darn, shoot, dang it! I I am a driver and he's a captain. Oh, and I refused it. I I oh, actually almost got cute. out of the truck one day and beat him up. <laughs> like I I like he was he, I was driving. He was the captain. I I about stopped the truck, got out, walked over to his side of the truck, and I wanted to rip him out of the truck and just beat the living <laughs> shit out of him. I, I don't think I've ever seen your eyebrows dude. go quite that so was high. Hilarious. I almost got out of the truck and beat him up. Beat him up. <laughs> what? I'm sorry, I missed what you said he did. Because okay, was, so what he did was I was so wrapped up. Yeah, was, I, I got to go to, a, to a, a a fire emergency call we were on. Yeah, uh, it was foggy out. It's about two in the morning, so I can't see Jack in front of the fire truck. Anyways, I can't see twenty feet in front of me, so I'm not going to drive extremely fast. And when you got the red lights going, mm. that makes it even worse. All you see is red flashing in the fog in front of you. Yeah. So I turned the lights and sirens off and started driving. At a speed which I thought was reasonable to the emergency, so I wouldn't kill anybody on the way there. He yells at me for that. For not going fast enough? Not going fast enough because we were responding to a fire on the opposite side of the base. So we get to that fire on the opposite of that base. Turned out being an HVAC unit that just burnt up. Well, there's another building that went into alarm uh, like a thousand yards away. But it's on the flight line, so there's a lot of areas in the flight line where you got to take weird routes to get to it. So I'm driving to it, and there's, it makes a V. So I'm driving down the V to cut back up the other side of the V, and he tells me, stop the truck. I'm like, what? Do you know where you're going? I'm like, yeah, I'm going right there. Then take a left and go there. I'm like, there's fucking aircraft parked there. I can't take a left. <laughs> He's like, turn left. You don't know where you're going. I'm like, there's fucking... It's foggy, so you can't see the airplanes. But I'm like, I know this place in the back of my head. I drive around. It's my job. There's airplanes uh, parked there. If I'm the driver. Left, you mind your own fucking business, buddy. Yeah, yeah it's like if I turn left, I'm going to crash sir. into an F-16. And then we're all in a big pile of shit. What, those aren't expensive? What do you mean? So I literally stopped the truck and sat there. I'm like, no. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going. So you lost me on a couple of points there. <laughs> H HVAC and uh, you said a hundred yards. What the hell is that? I'm American. Thousand, I don't know. Well, I'm just kidding. A thousand. Then. Well, you know an HVAC. Like it's the no, giant. I don't know what that is. I, well, yards, yards. I'm fine with. I'm just kidding. But. Giant H uh, air conditioning, like a, a duct unit to oh. suck air out of the building. Okay. Uh, caught on fire yeah. on the roof. So that's what the fire was. But it basically turned the power off. I was thinking it was some like weird military. No, but no, I'm just a fucking stupid civilian. Yeah, HVAC. I should have known that. Okay. Heating, air conditioning, something, something. Heating, ventilation, story. No, that's funny, though. <laughs> yeah, but the other building was just a normal fire alarm, like something went into trouble, so I, I wasn't really too worried about it, but he was pissing me off, so I stopped the truck and just sat there for a little bit. It's like, no, dude. <laughs> is this fast enough for you, Captain? Do you want to drive? <laughs> Pretty much. He is one of those guys that will tell you exactly how to drive the truck. That would have been fucking hilarious uh. if you just got out and just started walking back to the base. Like, fuck this shit. You fucking drive. I'm going back to the station. You, you can drive your own station, fucking truck yeah. there. I would have, but it was like a 15-mile walk back to the station. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I've had enough of your sassiness. He, he's one of the guys where if I look at the roster board and I see I got to drive a truck for him, I'm like, this, today's uh, going to suck. Yeah. Just put on fucking 
platoon. Yeah. Right, drive the whole way. <laughs> well, do we got any news stories for today? We've kind of been ranting for a while, even though yeah. it's good to rant. Yeah, we've got I, some, I like news-es, some newses. We got some fucking tuna newses, dude. Tuna? <laughs> bro. Lay the tuna on me, bro. Uh, I got one from Hemet Meta, but yeah, he pretty much says all of it. I mean, there's not a whole lot to go into, but. Um, he starts by saying it's it's never good when you cause your own unintentional billboard controversy. Mm-hmm. Um, Alabama-based Lifesavers Ministry (LSM) uh, put up the following ad in the city of Auburn. Let's see if you can figure out why it's caused a stir. He alone, who owns the youth, owns the future. Adolf Hitler. Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he's old, he will not depart from it. Proverbs twenty-two six. So those were both featured on this billboard with a picture of a group of children having their hands held. Now, I saw this headline, but uh-huh. I didn't get to read the story. Why? I mean, the picture I saw had the quote, and it had, you know, the little tagline attributing that to, to Hitler. Adolf Hitler. Yeah. They knew exactly who it came I, from. Yep. What, what did, did Does it say why they figured that would be an okay thing or a good idea? Or? Uh, sure doesn't. Yeah, no, they didn't. They didn't uh, it was catchy. They didn't own any of it. They <laughs> do they do they know who Adolf Hitler was? I think oh, and, I think there's yeah. I mean uh, the thing is is that quote they use was part of Adolf Hitler's like propaganda billboard type thing in the 1930s where he's trying to get kids to join the Nazi youth. Right, and so you know, aside from getting Pope Ratzinger and uh, and a handful of others <laughs> uh, in that campaign, um, he apparently has gotten some of the Christian Southern Christian. Uh, Baptist, I guess, is that, but at least the LSM group that decided that would be a good idea to put on a billboard. So, um, I, I mean, I, I can just see the the meeting going. We got this quote from Hitler. We're going to use. And oh, what, what was the radio. quote again? The quote. The quote is: "He alone who owns the youth owns the future. Owns the youth. So whoever controls the minds of the youth controls the future." basically how i take that yeah sure. yeah I, I would say that i would agree with that so they're using it as saying well we so, want to indoctrinate these children into well, our well, church. i was but going to they, say like like you know not not everything that a particularly evil person sure 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 has has ever done is necessarily evil like right it, you know i thought okay well maybe this maybe it was an actually you know uplifting or, or decent quote from this guy but I think had anybody said that I would have a problem with well, it. Well, and there's two it's, points to that. If you if your intention is to court controversy, sure, throw up an Adolf Hitler quote. They right? even, if you want to avoid that, find, find and it was a decent find something similar that was said by say Gandhi. Right. That you know what I mean, if it was a good quote, you could probably do that. I mean, yeah. Hitler wasn't, you know, I mean everything he said wasn't horrific. Someone who's not but, known as the Adolf Hitler of Adolf Hitler. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, I would avoid that. But the I think I think the more telling bit is that they actually compared – well, they they wrote up a compar- uh, uh, com- uh, verse they compared it to from the Bible. You know, very next thing was a, was a Proverbs quote. Train up the child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. So they equated those two verse, those two verses, the quote from Hitler and the Proverbs, um, and I think that's the more telling bit about the whole thing. Well, yeah, I mean they're sharing the same stage, so to speak, and and the the, the part that uh, that that is that I find a little bit troublesome in that too is that the quote from Hitler takes top billing. 
Yes. Yeah. Like that was the first one mentioned. Right. right. And then they tie it into a biblical quote. Did you see what his response was afterwards, though? What his quote was? I don't know if you got his quote there at all. I got it right here. The after after they came out when he's when he's getting ready to pull the billboard. No, he said uh, we are pulling the billboard and certainly never intend to cause confusion. Herbert Hoover would have been a far better one oh, to yeah. quote when he said, "Children are our most valuable resource." Duh. Right. And you think was, so? Yeah, I do. I do have that. That was James <laughs> Andreg. Yes. Um, and then he said, uh, we're a children's organization and had... Anderegg honor- sounds very, very Germanic. <laughs> it is German! <laughs> uh, well, he doesn't tell you that his father was part of the Nazi youth. Yeah, I was just... I was, I, was, I, was doing, I was doing a silent count here. I was like, Duffy, Mitchell, Ellis, we're good. Okay. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> children are our most valuable resource. <laughs> Uh, he didn't say it like that, I'm sure. He's from Alabama, so um, I'm not going to do it. Um, can you combine a, a, oh, southern, I was just, I was just a southern thing with a, a German? southern German? <laughs> Alabama German? Alabama 30s German? They have ways of making you drink some beer, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if adding y'all is like... A, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm acclimating. Uh, sure. So... Um, yeah, he goes on to say we're a children's organization and had honorable intentions and nothing less, which I don't doubt. I mean, that's been said by countless Catholic oh, priests. Yeah. I think many people would argue that Hitler also had good intentions. At of course one he time. did. Of course, of course, he, 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 Hitler would never have said that he thought he was evil and was doing everything wrong, right? And right. and all of the Catholic priests around the world would never have said, "Well, we, I mean." Of no, course they would say, we have the children's best interests in mind. Yeah, Neither did any of the henchmen know. during the Spanish Inquisition. Yeah, of course. The the the, uh, the torture chambers and um, putting people yeah. on the boards and stretching them. And Why can I not think of the word for that? What? Torture chambers? No. The uh, Christians? Executioners? Inquisition? <laughs> there we go. Is that what you were thinking? Woo! Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. A lot of terms went by, but uh, that was an easy <laughs> one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean... Herbert Hoover certainly would have been a better choice um, than the guy who ordered the mass slaughter of millions. Oh, yeah. Well, even though Ho- Herbert Hoover wasn't a much-liked president. Well, okay, but when uh, you got- I mean, it would have been, you know, I mean, it's like Saddam Hussein or George Bush. George yeah. Bush isn't the greatest fucking guy you could ever think of, but Saddam Hussein was a monster. Yeah, but they did name cardboard shantytowns after President Hoover and called them Hoovervilles. Yeah. He really? is kind of linked to the... Uh, a very big part of causing the Great Depression and being sure. a very big is part of the Is that where the stock. vacuum name comes it from? Does, because he sucks Herbert. so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It might. Wow, he beat me to that awesome punchline. No, I wanted, I wanted to mention... Sorry. <laughs> no, I can't believe that got walked on. Who else would have thought of that? I wanted to mention, too, you know, Hitler, can we, can we just briefly... Touch on me being fucking sick and tired of hearing Christians say, well, you know who else did that? Hitler did that. Yeah. Hitler was an atheist. Yeah. Bull fucking shit. No, he was he was There are so many pitch photographs of him with the Christian diocese, with the, with the Catholic. Go. Catholic, yeah. Cr- yeah. You know what I'm more tired <sighs> of than that is Christians who don't do their fucking research. I, I was going to say that could be – I was going to be – very uncharitable, and I will I will step away <laughs> yeah, from yeah, yeah. my no 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 you're right the yeah, first and, thought that popped and, in my head and you're right on you're right for doing both 
<laughs> for uh, for an atheist, he's the only atheist I've known that ever known has been in search of the Holy Grail and trying to find spiritual powers to win. Yeah, yeah but, but even if he was on heroin, but even if you say even if you say he was and Stalin was and Pol Pot was and Chairman Mao was, still it wasn't because of their so atheism what? No. they did anything. But no. but but really, Hitler was not an atheist. No, he was not. No, he, he wasn't. He, by his own account, was a Christian. A Catholic. But wait, if you're, he, he's not my kind of Catholic, so the, he's yeah, not Catholic. The, yeah, yeah. The, well, a, there were a so true many, Christian would never kill anybody. Yeah. I mean, parts, yeah. parts of the Nazi uniform said, Gott mit uns. Yeah. Yeah. God is, God with, is us. with us. Yeah. What was the SS symbol besides lightning bolts? A fucking cross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they worship Jesus and Zeus. <laughs> so they're doubly theistic fuckers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just get I get tired of that fucking. Well, Hitler was an atheist. Bullshit. No, don't he, tell me that. You was, don't. Yeah. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. What What kind of a What kind of a major um, ideological issue would an atheist have with a Jew? What would What would cause them to do something? You know what I'm saying? Zero. You started it all with your Old Testament. God damn it. Sure. Okay. Fair enough. All right. <laughs> I'm being a devil, devil's advocate here. Yeah, and then some. Right. So, well, no, I'm just kidding. No, but I'm just, but I'm just saying. I mean, it seems it seems like Christians and Muslims have a much bigger problem. But well, and I was going to say at the same time, atheists would celebrate. I just think Jews are hilarious. You're like like you know, the Christians say that they have a big problem with Jews because the Jews are the ones who killed Jesus. Mm-hmm. But and then so him. so the flip so the flip side of that would be atheists saying, "No, you're awesome for killing Jesus, right?" <laughs> yeah. But, but that brings but up my favorite But then, too, joke. you could argue and say, well, no, because killing Jesus led to, you know, his the ultimate sacrifice yeah. and, and, you know, salvation for the rest of the world, blah, blah, blah. So atheists wouldn't have been happy with that. But still, I'm torn on the issue of I, I th- whether Jesus' crucifixion was good or not. Well, I still... Do I we still, even know there I was still, a guy named Jesus crucified? I, don't I, I believe there was, there was not. Yeah. And I'll tell you why, because... <clears throat> uh, what's a good analogy for this? There's a, there's a couple ways because to take the Romans them. documented things so well, and there's well, okay, not a sure. Roman documentation sure. of a guy named Jesus being crucified. If you but haven't there's... read David Fitzgerald's book Nailed, you should run out and get it right now. Or anything by Richard Carrier, or anything by Bart Ehrman. But Carrier initially defended the idea of a biblical Jesus, yeah, a did. biblical and historical Jesus. He's since changed his mind. Yeah, he has. But for me, it's very simple. But there's two ways you can take it. But but the basic way that I take it is. You believe something when it's demonstrable or when there's there's a reason to believe it, right? So if someone asked me, was there somebody named Ben Cumberbatch that lived in 1852 in London? There's a possibility. Sure, why not? But I don't believe he did. Unless but how I can kn- there be Christians unless there was a Christ? Oh, my God. I don't care about it. Yeah, see, I don't care about any of that. Like, so, And then Russell Glasser has a good take on this, too, that the Jesus thing is kind of like asking... Uh, about a historical figure, Abraham Lincoln, vampire hunter, right? There was probably an Abraham Lincoln. Did he kill vampires? Can't prove it. So there's all this other, like, was there a Jesus that went around preaching stuff? Yeah, maybe so. Did he walk on water and turn water into wine and all that? No. no. Well, well, and then, too, you know, when I hear Christians say, well, how could you have Christians unless there was a Jesus Christ? Yeah. So were his, his, were his parents Mary Christ and Joseph Christ? Right. It was. It's not his yeah. fucking last name. No, no, no. Yeah, that's a Greek title. Dumbass. Yeah. Well, Joseph's not his father anyway. Well. <laughs> so one of my favorite jokes, and I can't remember which comedian told it, was was talking about how you know he wondered if 
when Jesus was a kid, he'd ever get upset with Joseph telling him what to do and just say like, you can't tell me what to do. You're not my real dad. Not my dad. <laughs> That's hilarious. I know there's there, Robin Williams has some good ones about the brother of Christ, Jerry Christ. What a <laughs> shitty life that is. Like you're just sitting in a bar like, well, you never be as good as your brother. Isn't there supposed to be Jesus? Stuff. Well, and I've heard other stories Jim about Jeffries Jesus. Jim Jeffries has Je- some stuff. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to say about Jesus actually having a brother, and I can't remember. James, yeah. James, yes. Uh-huh. Well, I think from what I've read before, and I might be completely wrong with it being the only true fact in the Bible, was about John the Baptist being beheaded. That that is actually in Roman literature as being written down that they did behead a guy named John the Baptist, and his family came and picked up the body, and they or well, they gave the head, and they, they actually quartered him and sent different parts, different places type thing. That that's in the Bible. That actually, Romans do have an actual account of that happening. That still sounds like confirmation. I heard that. That still sounds like confirmation bias to me. I mean, but, if I was if I was a historian in two thousand years, and they were like, "Yeah, some guy named Michael the Preacher got killed in America in twenty fourteen," I'd be like, "Fucking sweet." That was about five hundred million people. You know, like this. <laughs> that's so many. That's a huge amount of. Yeah, there's. I know there's only well, four hundred million in America. Well, and, none of, the, and none of the books of the Bible were none of the books in the new testament were penned anywhere yeah, nowhere near, any, yeah. anywhere sooner than at least at a at the maximum 40 years after jesus was supposed to be around right yeah 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 so i mean you're talking about an entire generation yeah. later when two there when then. there wasn't a ton of record keeping it was all spoken word stuff yeah and i want to say it was actually i heard it was pendulette who said it that in the bible right at the beginning of it and the older ones it has uh, like a pre-paragraph that I can't remember what the terminology was for it, but basically saying this was ghost-written. That even though it says the book of Matthew oh, or Luke, the it was not Bible. written by Matthew or Luke. Yeah, those are, that's the Red Letter Bible. That where it actually lists right in the front yeah, of it saying this was a, not actually a, written by Matthew or Luke. Yep. This was written by other writers writing as yeah. Matthew well, so and the gospel, Luke. Yeah, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are anonymous. Written, yes, by, by Matthew, but so Mark, many Luke, people think that, oh, it's a firsthand account by Mark. This is Mark's account. Like, no, no they're not this is all. someone writing as and that's, Mark. That's well, funny. Mark was written first, and then the others yeah. were taken from that. But, yeah, the Red Letter Bibles will tell you exactly. Well, the Gospels are anonymous at best. It's not that it was written by somebody else. The actual author is not known. Right. Yeah, that's funny. So at the Provo Pride Festival last year, when that roving band of mm-hmm. Christians was wandering around, uh, Kent Kingdon and I were talking to them, and they they did not know these Bible thumping Christians who were trying to quote scripture to us did not know that Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John were not written by Matthew, Mark, Luke, yeah. and John. And those are the ones that they are like, quoted oh, yes, they so were. much. We were both like, "Holy it shit! Right you the- don't fucking know that." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's yeah. why uh, the best time I could think was ghostwriting, where someone else they're writes like, it in their name. Well, and then they're like, well, how do you know that? Who, who's to say that they weren't written by it? And we're the both fucking like... fucking Bible says it! Fucking, and and every, <laughs> every theological scholar that you would ever fucking yeah. ask about it says, says that it, it wasn't yeah. written by them. Well, not only that, but that's the worst reason in the world to ever believe something. Because it was a first-hand account? Or because you don't know, it could have been. Oh, uh, now you're talking like Psy... Stop apologizing. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I'm I'm the only one playing atheist here. No, right. I'm saying saying that's what's up. How do you know? How do you know Oh, right, right, right. Okay, so no, I wasn't making that argument. I'm saying that's the worst possible argument to make for that case you were saying. Yeah, Yeah, they're saying, well, you don't know any difference, so it could have been. Okay, so base your whole fucking life on that. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? That's the worst possible. That's fucking stupid. That's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and yeah. we... Sorry, I, you, we got just, my, you got my hackles up a little there. <laughs> <laughs> I am not acting like a Christian apologist. Stop it, Dan. Like, dude, he's like the worst. <laughs> I, I hate that guy more than anybody else, man. <laughs> more than anybody else? He's really fucking annoying. I watched... The, well, the, the apology. The, the, the uh, he's annoying, apology. but he has no validity. I hate Ken Ham more because he built ooh, a fucking ooh, museum. Ooh. Ken, Ken Ham and Kent Hovind are definitely up there. But but what I'm saying is Cy is in that group for me. I would rather listen to Ray Comfort than Cy or Kent or Ken. I, I think compared to some of them, Cy is a, a peon. He's a he's – a, he is. He's but only he's, got his YouTube and his trolling fame. He is, but he's he started that, his own website. He's of that same group. <sighs> he's of that same group, though. Where at least Ray Comfort will be civil to you. I don't know. Yeah. You're going to hell. Well, yeah. I mean, I think I think uh, Comfort is more civil. How's that? He's he a step down. I'm he not talks saying, you know, nicer I mean, to you when he's trying to belittle yeah. you. But I mean, okay. There are guys. Uh, um, Barry Lynn. Would be among my top. It's one of my favorite jazz singers. We all just got lost there. Pretty sure I got his <laughs> name right. No, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm being dumb. Oh, sorry. okay, no, okay. <laughs> the Reverend Barry Lynn, though. But like, so uh, he came to Salt Lake and was here for the American Atheist Convention. He's a reverend and got a standing ovation from a room full of fucking atheists. He was so cool. The guy's awesome. Hmm. And I've heard him on, on some other thing. He's great. I don't like, ever listen to any yeah, of Yeah, dude. Stuff. The guy. He, he's, well, he's, he, the, he's the head of uh, Americans United for the separation, separation of church. Of okay, okay. Yeah, he, because he thinks it's just as important to not have government in religion yes. as it is to have not have religion in government. Coming from a religious person. From a reverend. Which is odd. But, yeah, it is odd. But I'm just saying, he would be at the top of my list. Well, well and he totally gets it. He understands that... There is no one monolithic religion that everybody sure, practices. No, sure. And so, if you want, if you want to ensure the freedom for everybody of of every religious stripe, whether you're a believer or a non-believer, you need to ensure that there's a separation of church yes. and state. Because you can't have you can't have religion entangled with with government and with state regulation and laws. Because then, who's to determine which religion is the correct one and and which one would be subjugating all other religions in in place of their own religious faith. Right. But all the words you just said make sense to everybody who has got an IQ approaching th- three digits. <laughs> right? The fight is not against those people. 98? Not <laughs> no. Yeah, that's fine. That's, I think that's fair enough. I mean, that's, that's how you end up with people. Well, so anyway, Barry Lynn is at one end of that. Ray Comfort, Cy, all those yeah. people. But, but I'm just saying... Psy is in that very elite group of fucking assholes I can't listen to with Ken Ham and Kent Hovind. He just and it, Ray Comfort is one minor step. Eric Hovind, another one. It gets one. so repetitive and monotonous and just fucking childish and stupid. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. just, it's, stupid. Like, it's like listening to a twelve year old argue. It's what it is, because they dis not only yeah, not only How that do you with atheists. How do you know that? That's, you can't know that. Right. How do you know that? That's their attitude with atheists. And then when they talk to somebody of another faith, like a Mormon or a Muslim, it's the schoolyard bullying, my dad can beat up your dad. Yeah. You know, my God yeah. is more correct than your God. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's, that's what I'm talking about. You know, but, but there's a sliding scale, of course. See, and there's a bunch of douchebag atheists, too. Yeah. Sure. But, see, uh, I want to meet Ken Ham just to say, did you see Jesus get crucified? Yeah. Were you, <laughs> were you, you there? Know, were you there? <laughs> were you there? How do you know? Yeah. Uh, sure. So, um, 
since we're talking about 58 IQs, I thought I'd bring up <laughs> Phil Robertson. Oh, you, did you? I, I didn't. I, thought, I didn't read the article. I saw the headline of it because I know which one you're going for. Oh, I thought you were going to go Texas executions. No, no, nobody. Texas, what? Texas, Texas, ed- Texas executing. Did I miss some people who I... are basically mentally handicapped? Oh, oh. that's fucked. Yeah. And that's been going on a while in Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and, and basically saying they're going to not follow Supreme Court ruling on on what would what would constitute somebody who is mentally challenged and doesn't know any better and still execute them. Basically saying that they would execute still and continuing, even though the Supreme Court has ruled otherwise, that they would continue executing the mentally handicapped, mentally yes. yeah, mentally challenged people. That's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, I, I mean, mean there's no way around that one. That's wrong. Give help where help is needed. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. Please continue. You were, no, you that's, were saying what? that's okay. Um, we're just continuing our Dan Brings the Podcast Down st- <laughs> segment. You're very welcome. <laughs> I just shed a tear. <laughs> <laughs> I knew some news you guys didn't. Yeah, that's <laughs> no, true. It's true. I was going to uh, – yeah, never mind. Um, Bill Robertson, uh, one of my heroes. True. Um Tuna. Said that the sep- yeah t- that was totally tuna <laughs> tuna. <laughs> um, People are listening to me. What the fuck are they talking? Yeah. About? Stay tuned to next week. I might explain it. <laughs> or, not. or not. Or not. You never know. <laughs> We're just way more tuna than you. <laughs> <laughs> so Phil Robertson made a. <laughs> Sorry. Uh. He made a statement at the Republican Leadership Conference in New Orleans saying, quote, we threw God out of schools and the courthouse. Separation of church and state. I'm telling you right here what the Founding Fathers said. Does it sound like separating God Almighty from the United States of America? Oh, this guy's got horrible grammar. Um, well, and I was, I was going to interrupt you and say, I've never, I, is God so weak and ineffectual that we, we puny humans can actually throw him out of schools? Yeah, if we can, he's not very omnipotent. Yeah, right. Um, so instead of reading this, I'm just going to paraphrase. He's he's saying that the separation of church and state is bogus, and we're the ones that have um, expelled God from our schools, and that's the reason why we're having issues. Um, he does say, "quote By removing the Bible from school, you'll be wasting time and money, punishing criminals, and there's no going to be an ex- and there's now is that supposed to be now? I don't know." There's going to be an explosion of crime. I, I don't know why they didn't edit this before they published crime it. Crime statistics are going down. Everywhere. Way down. Way down. But 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 he's uh, apparently now a politician and an expert and uh, a fortune teller. <laughs> uh, so <clears throat> if he wants to blame anybody, he ought to blame the Jehovah's Witnesses. They're the ones who initially brought the case against reciting prayer in sure. school. Sure, yeah. Well, I got uh, right here. I don't know if he's really. Ago. I don't know if he's really fingered a culprit at this point. The, you but. said fingered. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, talking about God. prayer and school. Dan is the oldest one here. <laughs> uh, the only time prayer in school was actually allowed was the Regents' Prayer, which was won in a court case in New York in 1955, and it was thrown out in 1963. Okay, so Phil was 68 when that happened. So he remembers it clearly. Yeah. But the thing is, is prayer in school was only around for, what was that, eight yeah. years? Yeah. Where um, it was legally allowed. Yeah. Right, right, right. <clears throat> right. But 
again, we're talking, yeah, well, uh, he goes on to say, quote, we're up against evil like I've never seen before in my life, Robertson said. Which is, I'd say, a fairly strong statement. Yeah. Um, let he, me put... He was around for yeah, many well, things. I mean, of Vietnam, course, if your whole life is the around... crucifixion. Shotgunning. <laughs> the crucifixion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, he says, let me put it this way. For the last five or six years, I'm sitting there and watching coming out of the White House... The only th- uh, look, I'm trying to just read this exactly how he stated it. This isn't how I speak. Um, <laughs> I'm sitting there and watching coming out of the White House. The only thing I'm telling you folks is it's downright embarrassing. How evil and wicked. Oh, that's the sentence. Okay. Um, how many lies are we going to tell before somebody says, what in the world are we doing? It's not based on the power of government. Our founding fathers had it right, and we started out so well and made it the greatest republic on planet earth and we wow and we screwed it up in 238 years um so we started out so well where only white slave owning men could vote yeah women were repressed yeah uh there's an even greater divide of wealth where basically either yeah. you were working the farms or you owned the farm. Exponentially great. Yeah. The, oh, the I think this, this maybe one of the saddest <laughs> things about this whole paragraph is that I actually went through and read and highlighted this throughout the day and I still couldn't avoid <laughs> reading it like data from Star Trek. <laughs> what in the world are we doing? Um, so, yeah, he's obviously got a pretty romantic view of the past. Um, yeah. Most people do, though. That's true. It's true. You don't like to look at the, I guess, shittiness of the way it was. You like to romanticize it. It's so great. I I agree. It absolutely is. But so let's understand that and not fucking put those people in positions of making decisions for the rest of the people. You're right. Um, So when you hear someone talking like this, you ought to just say, eh, they're just a fucking nuts old person, whatever. That's fine. (laughs) And, you know, but you don't start. Okay. My problem is. The way that the GOP has been cozying up to this guy since he came out with his bigot, bigoted, anti-gay stuff. Um, and, and, you know, they're looking to him like, okay, here's another guy that's on our side that's going to be willing to go into the me- you know, go to the media and say the shit we mm-hmm. all think, right? That's, that's the part that bothers me. That nobody, I mean, everybody isn't looking at this guy saying he's just a crazy old fuck well, that knows seems to, seems how to, to call have, ducks in. They seem to have... This it's it's almost like it's a concerted effort to make themselves more irrelevant every single day. But they're yeah. not. They, I, I think with what they keep saying, I think even people who are Republicans are starting to go, "What the fuck are you saying?" Like, not that I agree with you. I might agree with you fifty percent, but the shit that's coming out of your mouth—it's indefensible. Is, it makes me. It makes it really, really it makes hard to every, support it you makes, for a bunch it, of Everybody look reasons. ignorant. Like okay, yeah, your your financial stuff, cool. You know, conservatives might be following it, uh, trying to repeal Obamacare. They might all be all for that. But when it starts getting into the race racial stuff, and it's kind of like, uh, I mean, I know conservatives who are all who are pro gay marriage, who are pro you know uh, abortion. I find myself to be very liberal, and I love my guns. <laughs> But sure. but that's a total okay. Let me let me try to make an analogy here, and I know analogies are meant to simplify. I'm going to try to do that. But so, um, I have a son, and he's 13, and he has a whole another side of a family that thinks completely differently. 
about everything from uh, you, from from me. Right. Yeah. So his grandparents on that side think I'm just evil and will say so, which is illegal. We won't talk about that part because I don't care. <laughs> um, but the point is that puts my son in a position of saying or thinking, oh, that's a fairly strong word. And that's not true. I've been around him. Yeah. He's, he's right. So now my dad's not evil. Okay. Well, he has a lower voice than you do, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but, um, so now he's in a position of like, he doesn't have to completely disassociate every emotional connection from them. Right. But he doesn't have to agree with everything they say, but he can still be on board with his grandparents as a whole, even though, He's put in a position of having to defend that particular, right? So that's kind of how I view this because I don't think it's just a single, I mean, it's a multifaceted situation, right? So the GOP might cozy up to some stupid idiot that most people are going to be like, meh, I'm not sure I agree with that guy or whatever, but they're not going to drop the whole party over yeah. some, yeah, see, so that's, that's what I'm, that's kind of what I'm saying. And, and, but it worries me. I, I'm seriously bothered by stuff like this, you know, because well, and they, I, I think there is a contingent of people that want to see the Cruz-Robertson campaign. Oh, yeah. oh, fuck yeah, definitely. You, you know, know, I mean, we know that there are. And but at the same time, we see people, we, we see, you know, on the flip side of that, we see people like Charlie Crist, who has left the Republican Party because it got way too fucking bigoted and, yeah. and dickish to, to want to maintain any kind of association with it. Yeah, one guy. I'm sure there are others. There, he, there he, are, just, there he sprang to mind, but, right? But definitely, guess, there are there are people who are all on board with, yeah. Let's tell the gays that they can't get married, yeah. and we're gonna tell those yeah. gays, rebel, 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 rebel. Yeah, God in school. Yeah, <laughs> right. And I guess, I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. My my focus is like, I don't know if um, there are guys like like you just mentioned that are leaving the Republican Party and this and that, but. I kind of just say, yeah, welcome aboard. Get to the back. We got a fucking fight ahead of us. You know yeah. what I mean? And I don't want to. I don't want to say done until that shit is really over with. Like, there's no threat of a Palin or a Cruz or a Rubio or a Ryan or any of Bachman, these Mick, yeah. Mitt Romney, Bachman. Yeah, all those fucks. You know. I I, I personally see the div, the, <laughs> totally the divide the between Republican or yeah or conservative liberal, not even Republican Democrats. I think it's more strong lines at the conservative liberal as more of a divisive thing than religion as dividing yeah. lines between people saying, well, fuck you. You're a liberal or fuck you. You're conservative. We have nothing in common. So or yeah. you, sh- you shouldn't get to vote because you're a liberal. Yeah. Or you shouldn't be a citizen because you're a. And I, I, I think I don't, well, don't want to see that I tied up that if you're conservative, you are a, a white gun owning religious person that believes in God. And if you're liberal, you're uh a, a green godless hippie godless hippie all yeah I'm basically saying, all i'm saying Which isn't true is i don't want to stop until people don't associate the tea party with boston the boston harbor and they like me associate it with the mad hatters tea party in house <laughs> in wonderland right that, and once people think of it that way job done Wait, there are people who don't associate it with the Mad Hatter's Tea Party? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Pull a rabbit out of the hat. I, no, I, I, I get what you're saying, and I, 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 do, I do see that because they've adopted a lot of these you know, fringe people who have you know these way out 
way far out beliefs that they are they are making themselves more irrelevant every day. I mean, there's there's a trend toward there's a there's a trend toward liberalism and away from this this ultra conservative right wing. Uh, I would say bastardization of traditional conservatism. You know, they're mm-hmm. they're 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 on the wrong side of history, and they're maintaining this hardline stance, and are and are drawing, you know, these these fr- the fringe element and the dregs of the dregs of humanity along with them, yeah. and and associating themselves with those types of people, and are making themselves more irrelevant all of the time. Mm-hmm. Now I know we all every everybody whichever side they're on, you always think you're on. The right side. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Which I obviously think I'm on the right side, but they obviously think you're on the right side. Right. But uh, my thought is you wouldn't wouldn't align yourself with a side knowing that it's wrong. (laughs) But I think I I, I hear a lot of people saying, well, I hate those progressives. I'm like, isn't progressive progress? Progress is a good thing. I mean, how could you not be in line with progressing screaming into modernity out of where you're at to something better? Because they're old, rich, and white, and things were comfortable for them for half well, a century. And that's what they I, don't want to see changed. I look at a lot of it like with the recent uh, changing the uh, CO2 emissions with factories and everything, trying to cut it down. Yeah. Uh, the first things I heard, and people were like... For electric companies, right? For electric companies and coal-burning plants yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Everybody's like, well, the other countries won't follow with it, and so what, what the fuck does it matter? You know what happened yesterday? China jumped on board, said, you know what? We're going to do the same thing. The only other big major industrialized company or country that needs to jump on board and make a huge impact is India, who right now is producing a shit ton of CO2 emissions and greenhouse gases. But the thing is, is, uh, I I think once one country sees you stepping on board and making a collective going, hey, this is a problem. We do need to make a progression past this. Like, yeah. This may be the cheap, affordable way to do it. Yeah, these people are making tons of money off it, but guess what? It's going to kill us. Yeah. Well, and it's the chicken littles of the world who who say, yeah. "Well, we can't, you know, we can't cut emissions because that will kill industry. We can't put seatbelts in cars because that will cost too much and will kill the automobile manufacturing industry. We can't yeah. do, you know, we they always they they make the same excuse over and over and over again and are prove and are proven wrong over and over and over again. But so many people are ignorant of a lot of these different things yeah. that they just go, yeah, that'll probably be really yeah. bad. Yeah. Like, I don't see how you think that if we go solar, if we go with wind energy and we go with all that stuff, that you're going to lose jobs. The sun goes away, Ryan. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> but the, the same thing is, you just created a whole nother industry for all these people to get it's jobs in. It's not always windy. Well, I, and yeah. what if you start throwing up all these windmills and they just start sucking up all the wind and then the wind stops? <laughs> then what? Then, then, then the what are you going to do? They were going to put up fans to blow wind on the windmill. How am I going to enjoy my Arnold Palmer in a hammock <laughs> without a breeze? We're but, all fucked. You know, I mean, Amer- America is by far the most backward, quote, industrialized modern nation in the world. By far. I mean, not to sound conspiracy theorist-like, but... If there's money involved, well, no, I, of course, you're I mean, not going to give up your cash cow to do something else. Like, hey, all my money's in coal, so of course I don't want to give up oil. coal. Well, and, and I don't know, I don't know that we're that we're the most backward by far. We're certainly the most backward in that we've allowed, you know, special interest moneyed groups. Okay, name it to dictate what? Name what? The more backward Western civilized quote civilized modern country. We are the Western. 
All right. So anyway, Western compared. I'm just to saying. Where? I mean, I put where? you on the spot, maybe unfairly, but I'm just. But I'm just saying when you compare to North We're Europe, to Western Europe, Britain, Australia, um, and those other those other countries that are Western modernized countries, we're by far the most backward. Uh, well, I I yeah. would almost. Uh, sure. I'll agree with you. Yeah. I almost want to say I'm not saying India. That in, I'm not saying that in a 9-11 truther type of – I'm just saying, you know, in terms of industry, what, what, we, what we're fighting for politically, yeah. right? Those were fights that were had a half a century ago in these other places, you know? Well, um, I mean, you can still go over to Asia and you'd be locked up into okay. a, a so, compound where you're forced to make iPhones. So you have ignored my caveats. You've ignored my caveats. I said Western and civilized. Well, we're the only modern, Western right? well, I mean, west of yeah. where? Okay. All right. So Norway, Sweden, Finland, yeah. Denmark, Iceland, UK, I, I, Australia. I was just going off of industrialized countries. Okay. All right. Well, what I'm saying is there's a lot of ground to, to, to go. I mean, we, yeah. we, 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 we're not the leader we think we are is what I'm – Oh, no. Let me say no. it that way. Yeah, let me say we're it that We're definitely way. not the leader. That's like sure. that very first episode of the show Newsroom where he goes, we so are not brilliant. the greatest country. We are no, – we're not. Like, we're 38th That's... in education. We're this. We are not the greatest. Dude, I, re- I have – I replay that scene like yeah, – That's an know, awesome once scene. a month. It's and just, it's true. It's fabulous. It's not – fictionalized facts it's all true numbers he's throwing yeah. out yeah and that's that's what i think is hilarious about guys like ted cruz like um who's from canada right okay yeah exactly so <laughs> on, my, on my mom's side my family got here in 1617 on my dad's 1621 and this Have guy you been doing genealogy work I'm in Utah, bro. <laughs> hey, you know what? Whether you're Mormon or not, genealogy is tuna. So <laughs> this guy and Ted Cruz, who's from Canada and his dad's yep. from Cuba, Cuba, thinks he knows what the founding fathers want more. You know, maybe he does. I mean, we're on equal. But and he's, look, and he's still mean, calling for Obama to show his birth certificate. Yeah. So, I, But I'm yeah. just saying, like, there's, there's people that have been here a long-ass time yeah. that still think we need to be progressing. Yeah. I, I don't... I don't have I you know the the term progressive is sometimes thrown around as a pejorative and I'm like yep. fucking own it. Yeah, yeah, I'm progressive. I would like to see things progressing get better. Yeah. I don't understand why that's Change a problem. Change is good. Yeah. Right. And we need to move away from the Duck Dynasty Taliban. Ooh, he's going to come after me. I'm now getting really fucking tired of people you know just primarily it's people that I work with cuz I'm only in the office once a week and I walk into the office and I swear there are at least I feel like two I'm going to get scolded here. No, 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 no. I'm just like waiting. He's got a huge beard. What have I said? I swear <laughs> that there are at least two people every fucking week who walk up to me and go, just like Duck Dynasty, that oh. beard of yours. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah, dude. I'm fucking Zeus. <laughs> that's not that's not what I was thinking at all. Not a, that's not a compliment. No. It's not a compliment. No, no. Not to me, anyway. No, and that's that's not what I meant. Um, no, I know it's not what you meant. I'm just, yeah. I'm tired of fucking people at work saying that shit to me. All right. So, Anybody that I happen to work with who's listening to this, don't say that to me anymore. <laughs> it it wounds me. That. It wounds me. <laughs> so uh, the New Orleans Taliban, does that exclude you enough? I'm not from New Orleans, okay. nor am I a member of the Taliban. All right, perfect. Yes. <clears throat> but those are, those are the groups that worry me. New, New Orleans, Orleans Taliban? and Taliban? Yeah. Those two separately, or are you saying there's Taliban well, in New Orleans? I've never oh, watched their stupid fucking show about bringing in. Oh, the, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I've never watched. I, the I haven't show seen either. a single I, I know, episode of that. I know. I have friends who watch the show, I, and 
I actually watched like the first season of it, and I found it comical. Yeah. But well, I don't watch I, it anymore. I understand it may be a comical release for some people, or some people may find it entertaining. I've never... There, there are a ton more things that I'm much more interested in. And, you know, when you when you couple that with the fact that they're all fucking phonies anyway. They're, oh, it's fake. They're BMW driving fucking yeah, yuppies absolutely. until they decided that they could take, you know, that they could take advantage of the fucking yokels if they grew a beard and started wearing American flag fucking bandanas. That actually came out showing the pictures of them before right. the show where they were all clean shaven, you know, buttoned up shirts, nice blue jeans. and. Yeah. Like Yuppies with sweaters tied around their necks out, and a tennis racket. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'll be honest. The first thing I ever saw was like a fucking camo toilet seat cover that has his face on it when you pop it up for like three eighty eight at the at the <laughs> the, the the gas the, the no, truck stop. The, no, it was the um, impulse buy section at Walmart, mm-hmm. and I'm just oh. like, what the fuck is this about? And then everything went camo for like three months, and I was like, fuck these guys. I bought some you know, camo shorts like, recently. But they're they're like a light. They're they're very pretty camo. I've, I've, they're I've they're got a light. A lot of they're camo. A, they're a nice light color. Well, you're in the military, <laughs> so I I I, I buy, I buy so these I shorts. Are they desert gear? Or they, <laughs> no, no I buy like these Lambo. shorts and I bring them home. And Tracy immediately says, oh, "You bought camo," and I'm like, "Fuck you! It's not the oh, it's not the mossy oak camo." <laughs> it's not mossy oak. Oh man, that's sad. That I don't even know what that means. I used to hunt, but yeah. I, I, I got a funny story. Or I think it's funny. I can't even I, grow a beard. Yeah, loser. You got, a little, you got some scruff going. I'm, yeah. I'm not allowed to grow a beard. Yeah. Stupid air mask. Well, your uncle tells you you can't do that, so that's that's understandable. Well, here's a sad thing. Like, me and Ryan. <laughs> uncle Sam. Ah, there we go. I'm like, I'm like. Ryan's giving me this. Like, <laughs> this looks like, what the fuck are you talking like, about? You don't know my uncle. Like, my uncle's a good guy. <laughs> You would never say I can't grow a beard. He might be listening to this. <laughs> uh, so what was your story? Oh, uh, sex toys. Ooh. Yeah. I'm intrigued. It's uh, for the Muslims. I'm double intrigued. Dutch shop hooks up with a German erotic giant to sell Sharia-friendly sex toys to Muslims. Dutch and German offering things to Muslims. To Muslims. Wasn't, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but wasn't it a Dutch cartoonist who was beheaded by I, an Islamic adherent? I think so. I believe and, it was a Dutch cartoonist, yeah. And that's also over in the UK is where the soldier was executed in the streets for... How awful was that? Yeah, just straight... Stabs in the it, broad daylight it, yeah, in the it, middle it of It was fucking, like, a, yeah. like a machete almost, just hacked a guy to death when he's in uniform. And then walked around with the bloody knife, basically going, yep. Islam is a religion of peace. Yeah. But, you know, they're, the place is from Amsterdam. Founded, found, the founders of Amsterdam-based Ali Azira uh, said that Frankfurt-listed Bit Shu came four years after the company's first launched a large range of erotic products that do not contrive Sharia law. They're basically saying they're going after the, uh, uh, what is it, $142 million worth of a product, they think, that will come from it, from selling to Muslims. I'm still, I, I wonder what the products are. I think, that's, we, that's, I think I asked you about this earlier. Yeah. It, doesn't, it didn't seem It didn't say, it just talks about the numbers. And the, the joining of the companies. But uh, my only thought is that a Sharia 
I mean, I'm imagining a set of fuzzy handcuffs that will cover you from head to toe. <laughs> and and how do they know well, Sharia would like that? Have they asked her? Well, it wasn't made with pork. My, you, can only, you can only see your eyes. And it's... My Sharia. <laughs> nice. All the people our age and older will get that. But the company's name... Uh, I remember when Jesse and the Rippers covered that song on Full House. <laughs> the company Elisira means society in Arabic. And that's the name of their porn or their erotic sex toy company. Are they getting death threats and stuff? Or uh, no, it, I mean they're cool with that. As long as it goes with it, I mean, is it? I mean, I'm still curious to know what the toys are. What me too. Are. I wish they would have shown. I mean, the only photo they show is like you see like a pink lacy bra, a whip, and a set of handcuffs. In the picture, yeah. Well, I'm not entirely surprised mm. by that. That was that was my initial that was my initial yeah. intuition about it because Muslim men hate sex unless they can force it unconsensual, oh. unconsensually. Then they're cool. They love sex, know, and that was right. But I'm just as long as it's not consensual, they're down with that. And if they're like 12 or under, that's better. From from the time I this is the segment uh, calls Matt takes the podcast dark. <laughs> well, from <laughs> you, you didn't see my comment in the Facebook group recently, did you? Where Someone, shit, Lisa Baggerly posted something about a uh, Muslim superhero. That, Sounds interesting. That they were, I can't remember. If I know they a, had a comic it, book. It was that a guy. comic book? Yeah, there's so, a comic yeah. book going around that's like. Yeah, new, new comic book featuring, featuring this new Muslim superhero. And my super dark comment was, what are his special powers? Child rape and beheading? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, from my experience over in the middle, now that's fucking dark. In no particular order, <laughs> dealing with some Muslims, they quite like sex. It's just not with their own women. Uh, now, <laughs> what? Now, no, this is where I I'm going with this. I, I need some clarity. If there were female stuff, right? soldiers, Americans, they would try to fuck every American woman they could because that was a prize. Oh. Like that was a goal. Their own women, dirt. Yeah, American women. We want to fuck you the shit out of you. Wow. Yeah. Um, well, hmm. it's it's kind of that forbidden fruit kind of thing. It, it, yeah. You know, oh, they're the strong, independent women. I can, yeah. Oh. But if I could get on yeah. that, that'd prove. I, and I am a man. <laughs> I am a man. <laughs> and we had always heard the term being thrown around that women are for babies and men are for pleasure. Their boys are for boys. Boys. Well, boys. we can change it to boys, but <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, no. Isn't that no? Isn't we, that I what? read that last week. Yeah, that we was here. It was a story. Was there? Okay. Women are for pleasure, and that, boys. women are for are for babies, and boys are for pleasure. Because we would always say yeah. that the the quote over there all the time. Because it was and I, that, that was last week when we were missing you. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I I was they having just heard you say that. And they're like, hey, he's right, but he means twelve years on under. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, good job, American guy. You get it close. <laughs> I don't know. I just sort of made. I, I'm, I I'm sorry. I decided to go have a great time hiking around the San Rafael. No, it's okay. You can be sorry week. any day. Sorry. <laughs> it was fine. It was fine. <laughs> we had a good time. Sarah, Sarah was an Sarah awesome, was great, awesome, awesome. We can, we guest. can get, we can bring over a fourth mic if she ever wants to come back. Too. We should do that. Absolutely. Yeah, she was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was great. I liked having Jose in the background, too. <laughs> oh, poor Joe. Man, yeah, he was awesome. That was fun. Your, we had, we and had, your son was hanging out for about half an hour, and then he got tired of it. Then he was like, these guys are fucking stupid. I'm yeah. going upstairs. 
No. They're not funny at all because I am under 40. <laughs> you guys are weak and lame. Lame sauce. Mm. You're not talking about you're not talking about my little pony at all. I'm out of here. Dude, it's bronies, okay? And we are all tuna. I don't care what he thinks. <laughs> tuna. Uh yeah, so yeah, yeah, my next story um is awesomely frustrating and fairly long. Uh so Marriage is a right that belongs to any consenting adults. Marriage is a right that belongs to any consulting consenting, consenting adults. adults. I don't find any I, w- I would agree with that. Yeah. Sure. I think that's great. But. Oh, there's a but. <laughs> there's a huge but. Isn't there always? Yeah. yeah it's it's a away. huge but. An over-religious court official in Virginia. Oh, yeah. Has a message for atheists and any n- other non-Christian. You have no right to get married if you don't believe in God. Bud Roth is a court-appointed officiant in Franklin County, Virginia. He performs wedding ceremonies for couples who go to the courthouse, the courthouse, to get married. Atheists, however, have no right to get, to get married, as far as he's concerned. When Morgan Strong and Tamara Courtney contract, uh, con- contacted the county courthouse to seal their love uh, for each other after six years together, they were directed to Roth. Roth refused to perform the ceremony at, at the courthouse, at the courthouse, and only agreed to marry the couple if they tied the knot at his church. Yep. Which I think is illegal already. Hey, Bob Roth, from me to you, go fuck yourself. Yeah, you are a huge butt. Now, not to play a little bit of devil's advocate in this. Uh, sure. The couple were given two numbers. One number was for the religious, the person that, that performs religious ceremonies, and the other number was for the person that does performs any ceremony. All right. They happened to call the guy who performs strictly only religious ceremonies first. So you is didn't, this, you didn't, is, you is did he, not read the whole article then. Is he I will a go government on. employee? Yes. I will go on. Which is still right. fucked that he can say, I will not marry you. He can't you. say. He can't. He cannot, but he that. does. Legally, he can. Legally, he cannot, yes. Right. Okay. Uh, a deal was struck. I'm not sure what kind of a deal. I wouldn't have done that. Um, and the cost and date were set. Strong and Courtney were to go through the legal part of the ceremony at Roth's church. That's when the whole situation turned ugly. Got worse than this. Roth asked a couple about their religious beliefs, and upon hearing that he would be performing a ceremony for an atheist and an agnostic, turned the couple away. Why? They're both atheists. Yeah, they're both atheists. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because they, quote, didn't know where God was, end quote. That's right. Roth refused to marry the couple out of sheer religious bigotry. Disappointed, Morgan and Courtney decided to discuss the situation with Roth and kindly recorded their conversation. Upon asking why Roth denied them their right to wed, he replied, quote, because she's agnostic and you're an atheist. I will not marry you. You don't believe in God. I just don't marry anyone who does not believe in God or believes that there is a God someplace. Well... In in Mr. Roth's defense here, they were at his church. Are you both gonna do this to me here? It, well, no, it's still. <laughs> well, I'm saying. I mean, if if I, I don't understand why they would have decided to go through the through with no. this anyway. If if he tells them ahead of time, I'll only do it if you do it at my church. All right. Like you're an atheist. You're you're both atheists, and you're agreeing with him. Okay, yeah, we will have to go to your church in order for you to do this. I don't mm-hmm. understand why they would have done that in the first place. And then if it, if he's doing this on his own time, in his own church, mm-hmm. that's that's with, that's, that's, that's well within I his kinda, right to to say that he's not. Gonna I, do I agree it. with that, and that's why I think that if they had shown up at the courthouse, 
And he was the person on duty that day to perform weddings at the courthouse. And had denied and them had there. had denied them there. Yeah. Then it would be a way more of a big deal. So than, here's, here's my yeah. advantage in this conversation. I've read the whole thing. <laughs> and so uh, I, I actually felt a lot like you guys did and wrote some little stuff in the margin that was similar to that. But yeah. uh, he's a douche. Okay. Oh, I'm not going to disagree with no, no, that. You, no, you won't. I'm withholding uh, my. I'm withholding <laughs> my judgment. He sounds like a douche anyway, but yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right. So he goes on to say, "So I'm not going to talk the issue over with you, and I'm not going to argue about it. Okay? I'm just not going to marry you. Correct? Weird, but he said that's what he said. The couple contacted the county clerk, who was floored by their story. She uh, she suggested they contact the judge who appointed Roth in the first place." So they wrote a letter to Judge William Alexander, who did not see any problem at all with the court officiant refusing to marry a couple simply because they don't share his religious beliefs. The judge referred to referred the couple to another coin of court appoint. I don't know why I'm confusing those words. Corn so appointed. Corn appointed. Yes. Everybody's corn, corn appointed. Corn appointed. <laughs> court appointed officiant who agreed to perform the civil ceremony this coming Monday. But this incident raises serious concerns. First, a civil servant is supposed to serve the public. That means anyone. As long as a couple has a marriage license, there shouldn't be any problem. Right? That's a, that's a major issue. The guy's, the guy's a, co- he's a, a public servant. He's a court-appointed well, sure, but well, official. I'll, but what I've heard so far is that he had them go to his church. Which well, is they, where the story... Well, but yeah. they first went to the courthouse. To have it done, okay. where he said, "Yeah, go to my church and we'll do it." And then he said, "No, fuck you guys." You now, know? from the article I had read, they had called him on the phone to schedule the appointment, and he said, "I can do it at my church." That's when they said, "Well, that's okay, weird, so, but well, okay." That, that's, a, that's well, that's a that problem too. Okay, I, I'm with them on the. I, I'm with the couple on that. Yeah. If, if he says that's where I can do it, that's where yeah. I'll do it. But yeah. I'm a civil servant, and sure. then says, "No, fuck you guys." Yeah, no, that's fucked See, up. Well, and is, is this on is this on his time or is this on his government appointed I, position time? I, I it almost sounds to me like he's trying to to scab it he away, to, like yeah. to make money off it himself by doing it at his own church instead of having the money go straight to the courthouse. Yeah. And then yeah. and then that the judge who appointed him had no problem with it. I'm well, no, I'm, I'm, so. I'm so I'm waiting for the rest yeah, of the yeah, story. Yeah. Um. So the second issue is religious discrimination is wrong no matter what the venue, but for it to occur at a courthouse by a public official is totally unacceptable. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If it's if okay. it's at the courthouse, then by a public 100%. official. Yeah. Yeah. By okay. a public official at the courthouse. 100% People go to get married at a courthouse to avoid religious pomp and circumstance, and because it's quicker, uh, they don't go there to have a religious religion shoved down their throats. Uh, that's why my wife and I married at the courthouse. Uh, I, I don't mean to derail you, but my. My first marriage, we we went to Las Vegas, got married in the Little Chapel of the West where Elvis Presley was married in one of his movies. Normal size or midget size? Elvis. No, it wasn't an it wasn't it wasn't an Elvis impersonator doing doing the officiating. It was a reverend. But ahead of time we told the Reverend I think I think they prefer the term Peter Dinklage, not midget. Okay. Little person. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But we told him ahead of time that we wanted a purely secular wedding yeah. ceremony. No mention of God, deities, any religion injected in it at all. He said, okay, yes, you're fine. And then we get into the ceremony, and he brings God into it while we're doing the fucking ceremony. Like, at, at 
how do you how do you then at that point say what the fuck are you doing dude you're you're fucking up our wedding you can't i would just said, hey dude you're fucking up our wedding this this is this is nearly 20 years later (laughs) to a woman that i'm you know long since divorced and it still pisses me off that it happened yeah anyway please continue um i shall uh so roth was wrong to refuse the to perform the ceremony just because morgan and courtney don't share his beliefs Okay, but again, is this this is in his church, and I'm I'm still not clear if this is on his time or on his government salary time. All right, let me uh, go back here a minute because I feel like you guys have not you're not taking the journey with me here. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I think I'm with you in spirit, bro. We're <laughs> uh, uh, Virginia court official tells atheist couple they I'm have looking, no looking... right to get married because they don't believe in God. Well, yeah, that's wrong. But I'm, I okay. was just going to say, I'm looking at the sheet you've got here, and it's like, you've highlighted all of it. All of it. it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you didn't even need a highlighter for that one. It's, I don't always do. Yeah, I do always. Okay, I always fucking do. Fine. I always do. Hey, you know what? I have notes, goddammit. Like, I'm thinking, I'm thinking you kind of ruined the whole point of having a highlighter. <laughs> I get them free at work, okay? So. Okay. I'm, ju- I'm, I'm being a dick. Sorry. No, no, no. But no, yeah. I mean, no, if he's I'm, telling if he's telling them that period point blank, you don't have a right to be married because you are not religious or don't have a belief in God. Yeah, that's, that's fucked uh, up. That's that's kind of what I was getting out of it. Um, that's fucked up. Whether he's on whether he's on the state's dime or his own. Right. Okay. So I'm going to make a quick little side note here because I think this is an important part about this particular movement, and it's really difficult to find a balance between being a total dick atheist. All the time, just being a shithead about it and knowing which fights to fight. You know what I mean? The, the pick your battles kind of thing. Yeah, but I think I think that kind of becomes sort of a cliche for a lot of atheists to sort of just back out of all of them. I'm not saying you guys are that way, but I think on this one, the headline is the important thing. This fucking guy thinks... You should not be able to get married if you don't believe in God. That's his fucking idea. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, and that's, that's right. wrong. Now, yes, okay. Now, all this other shit, we could go through and say, well, is that legitimately within the cause, you know, or not? Yeah, we could nitpick that. But the fucking guy is a douchebag, fucking bigot, right? And his ideas are atheists don't have rights in this country, and I think that's a worthwhile fight. Absolutely, that's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and I think this article was a little too soft about that. No, I yeah, well, I absolutely I mean, agree. My, it, yeah, that's my overall point. But I th- I think that's a worthwhile fight, and I think that's why yeah. I picked this article and I highlighted all of it, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> like like I had said before the podcast, I got into an argument with a guy at work who basically said, if you if your if your wedding does not involve the Bible or religion, it is not a marriage. It is a civil union. Sure. Only it people may not who be are a religious. Matrimony. He, and, okay. and he's yeah, fucking... Yeah. He's, can he's, have a marriage. So he's fucking stupid, right? He doesn't understand the difference between marriage and holy matrimony. Yeah. You you can say that it, you know that if you don't have a belief in God, you can't have a holy matrimony. Fine, mm-hmm. sure, I, sure. I'll agree with that. That's fine, whatever. But to say that atheists can't be married, married right. can't have be a joined marriage. in marriage because they're, because they're atheists, that's fucking stupid. He's yeah. ignorant. Yeah, and I think churches have done a great job, you know, oh, having per- had perpetuating that lie fifteen hundred years to confuse those two and yeah. blur the lines. It's yeah. that unchecked privilege. Yeah, yeah, just steamroll the citizens. Yeah, uh, but anyway, I found that article objectionable. Um, yeah, 
I mean, it definitely what he said is completely objectable, but right. Yeah. I, I guess I, I guess I guess what I'm trying to do is sort of read between the lines and and say, okay, what, you know, what is this guy? Re- what is his? What are his? his what is real his position? Yeah. yeah, and the objections are, you don't think like me, and I'm in a position of power, so you don't get to have what you're entitled to. Right. And that's what I find objectionable. But like, yeah. and, I, and I'm fully on board yeah. with that. Yeah. I, I and think... he's trying to play the lines constitutionally, uh, you know, and see what he can get away with. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Well, well, and and I I fully agree that that you know his his view is fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. I think the 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 portion of that that I would probably agree with him on is you know if this is him doing it on his own time at his church. He gets to decide. Well, yeah. so if you call him and he's the city officiator for the courthouse and he says, yeah, sure, meet me at my church at this time. And you show up and he says, yeah, fuck you. I'm not going to do it. You don't believe in God. I, I think no, there that's was, fucked up. Okay. Then, it, it, then, yeah, that would be totally fucked. But That is fucked up. I think there were some assumptions involved in that. Yeah. Him assuming they were religious. Okay. And them assuming totally, they were just going to totally, have a secular. That's totally wrong right there. Well, well, yeah, for him to assume he that, can't for do that. Sure. He cannot do that. Yeah, and he shouldn't be doing his job, that in his official his, capacity yeah. as think, a government he official. He thinks he's better than he is. His fucking job is to marry people that come in. That's well, his fucking job. Yeah. That's he, it. If he, they have a license, yeah. too fucking bad. I'm, I'm just saying, if what I'm saying he should not be allowed to do is if someone calls him up and says, hey, I want to perform this at this time, and they got, they're calling him because they want a wedding done at the courthouse, he shouldn't tell them... Do it at my church. Right. That too. You shouldn't go, well, no, yep. I'm not going to do it at the courthouse. We're going to do it in the church. Correct. Right. Correct. That there was wrong right off the bat. All right. All right. It, so, now, well, and especially, I mean, that it sounds like he would have told them that while he is on duty as, it does. as on, a on government state. representative. I wonder, that's why I actually wonder mm. if he's ever done that. If he's on duty well, at sure. the courthouse... Performing weddings at the courthouse, if he's ever told someone, I will not marry I'm you sure because you're atheist. I'm sure he's done that hundreds of times and never had an issue because they've all been Baptists. Well, if something comes out where that did happen at the actual courthouse, then you got a case right there, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, Well, absolutely. I think this is a case. I, I, think, I, think, I think because of what you guys have I, said, I, I think, there's, a little, there's a little bit of gray area. I, I, think but, it would, I think it would lose, personally, because... It was at his own church. That's the only reason why I think well, it would lose the I, case. I think, I think that depends. And they made an agreement to do it at the church. I think that still depends 100% on when they made that initial call, if he was on the clock as a state official and said, meet me at my church, and they said, uh, okay. Because what's a citizen going to know? Well, that's the you thing, know? too, is we don't know. So if he's on the clock as a state official and says, meet me at my church, they, yeah. they could win that one. Because I know I said it before, but I I I know when I read the article originally, yeah, it said they were they were given two phone like the courthouse has two officiants, and they were given two phone numbers of people to contact to schedule an appointment, hmm. and he was the one they called first, and he is the one that normally does. Well, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But but, but I mean, it's know, still, if, what if he said to them is completely. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the point is, it's it didn't need to be said. It's easy as shit to find. A church, a, ch- a church leader, a church official that's going to um, marry somebody in holy matrimony, right? That's easy. But when you call somebody for a court wedding and they give you yeah. two numbers of a, of a court person who can do your civil marriage and you call one of them yeah. and he says, yeah, sure, that's fine. Meet me at my church. And you go down there and he says, what are your beliefs? And you say, oh, um, well, 
I don't, or, or, I don't or have you don't. any really. Yeah. No, fuck you then. Get out of here. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I right? Mean, it's... That's that's the problem. I mean, yeah, two numbers, fine. But on a side note, Dan, uh, do you have a highlighter I can borrow for next week? Because <laughs> mine ran out. Yours, <laughs> yours apparently ran out of ink. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I, I fully agree with you. Like I said, if you know, if he's doing that kind of shit while he's supposed to be a, a government official and fulfilling his yeah, duties no, as is. such, yeah. then yeah. that's fucked up. Yeah. I think that's the, I think that's the underlying. I mean, I think uh, I don't know. I don't know how to. I, well, and and obviously he he led these people out of the courthouse to his church, which is wrong. Which is wrong. Yeah, that that's wrong. Right. My my defense of him, and I I I've anyway my defense yeah, of him would have. be would be that you know if it is on his time. At his church, he's well within his rights to deny it, but it's fucked up that he would have led them over there in the yeah. first place. Okay, so then if you were that attorney, I would say to you, were you absolutely crystal clear in explaining to these people when they asked you to perform this that you were going to be doing this on your personal time as as uh, an official of the church right. and off of, of um, voted in state appointed, appointed yeah. fish, official time? Yeah. Did you make that absolutely clear to them? Yeah. You know? I mean, that's, but the problem is those gray areas drive me fucking crazy, you know? And I think that my, I mean, I'm not usually super red hot about stuff. Well, and that's not true. I, I, usually, <laughs> I usually am. But this, because I think, I think a lot of times as, uh, as an atheist group, maybe not totally in the U.S., but I'd say, mo- you know, basically in the U.S., but especially in places like, you know, in the Deep South and Utah, where we are. We get so used to playing the games of semantics that we are looking for all these little tiny caveats and this and that and how can we play – you know, no, this fucking guy is wrong. Oh, right yeah. from the get-go, right out of the gate, he fucked up. I mean there's a lot of little tricks and gray areas, and stuff, but no. His idea is you don't believe the same way I do, so I'm not going to perform my, uh, my civil duty. Right. And that's fucked up. That's what I'm saying. He's and a I dick. Think, yeah, he's a dick. All right. Yeah, I so. absolutely agree with you. So who here well, hates taxes? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, probably me more than Dan. I don't work I don't, for the IRS. Yeah. So. I don't know that I hate taxes. In yeah, of course particular. not. No. Of well, course I mean, it. you don't like really <laughs> paying them that much, do you? I mean, I know I don't like. I like getting that little bit back, but I hate seeing how much I pay into taxes. Right, here's here's well, what I, I hate about taxes: churches don't pay them. Exactly. And our schools are still shit. Well, you know what you would do. I don't, I don't mind paying them. I don't mind paying them, but I want us. I would. I would pay fifty percent of my paycheck so, if I could see it going to bettering our children and and improving our society and making you know things healthcare worth, worthwhile yes. spending. Yeah, but tax when my taxes dollars. go to the government and I don't see shit back, I don't know what's going on. Well, I don't like that. Let's right. just say you don't want to pay taxes, so you try to find yourself your magic loophole. All right. So a better way to ask that is: Do you want to keep more of your own money? Yeah, I mean, sure. like all of it. I'll so agree. let's uh, I mean, like, I mean, like, I mean, like all of it. So why not form your own church where everybody uh, is a minister? Oh, dude! Wow, that was a fantastic segue, and we it were was trying to fuck you on. We know, were trying to fuck like, you on every single word of that. Okay, because yes. recently in here in Utah, a man dude, was so busted. Sorry. For setting up a church where everyone is a minister and no one pays income taxes. In Utah. In Utah. A church? Right here in our backyard. It wasn't even Mormon church. We're famous. What? 
pretty much. <laughs> Basically says a three-judge panel in Utah's 10th district federal court rules court of appeals ruled against an appeal by Kevin Hartsman or Hartshorn, uh, a Christian minister who had been convicted of frauding his church as a tax avoidance scheme. Mm. Uh, so his church's name was the Church of Compassionate Service. So what they would do in the church was you would become a minister and you would vow a to live a life of poverty, yet you still work your normal job. And these people are working like cosmetic industry, making good money. So their money would not be directed into their account. When they got paid, the money would go directly to the church. <laughs> I'm giggling that you said the cosmetic industry making good money. What is uh, that, actually is that it quoted was, in the? No, yeah, the one guy that was had the big court case. Remember that that new skin company? Oh, oh okay. okay, yeah. Okay. That just got was, <laughs> that got shut down. I was, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say there's a big difference between like an LA plastic surgeon and no. someone that works the makeup pick, counter yeah, at Macy's. Yeah, exactly. yeah that, uh, that's what I was picturing. <laughs> but, somebody somebody working at Mac. Yeah, <laughs> selling that, selling no. stuff. Going, I was no, also, yeah. also going to say I'm like, in the cosmetics what if, industry. What if I'm like living a life of poverty and still working all the time? Like, well, that, I, that, that, that 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 new skin company that just got shut down for tax fraud. This is why was new skins shut down. New skins like got busted by the federal government for some bad juju, and this was part of the bad <laughs> for juju. <some> bad juju. <laughs> Am That's I, funny. Am I too? Am I too young or too old for that reference? For juju, bad juju, bad, yeah. Juju, no, juju is part of a religion. That's that's a ah uh, shit. I'm trying to remember the name. Uh, of the religion. What is it? Uh, Sorry, George, I can't remember the name of the religion your mother practiced. Uh, or Dawkins is like the, the praying to the juju, the big juju man on the mountain. Oh. It's 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 akin to fucking voodoo. Maybe it is voodoo. Voodoo and juju. But yeah, but wow. well, there, there's a there's a friend of mine, a, a, a acquaintance. I like to think of him as a friend, George, mm-hmm. uh, whose mother was way into that kind of thing. Is that it, it's called juju? Well, it's it's juju was a part of this. Oh, okay, religion. all right, all right. So sorry, go ahead, Ryan. Oh, I'm just. Reading through this article. Also, no. new, new skin. <laughs> never mind me. Well, because it so was new it was, skin would have been better off. I didn't know new skin was shut down. Uh, I know they. I know they've been. I know they had uh, the federal they, litigation against them. They've been hit. And this here was actually part of their laboratory with one of the workers named uh, Bruce Calkins. Yeah, Calkins. Something no, like that. Sounds, yeah, that's right. Uh, he apparently was one of the defendants in the case because he didn't know what he was doing was wrong. Right, sure. Isn't yeah. that everybody's defense? Well, I didn't yeah. know. Except he said he took a vow of obedience and well, poverty. Ignorance. That taking the facts and the lights most favorably to the defendant, the district court concluded that Mr. Clarkin's employment with Kaiser, whatever, the, yeah, uh, resulted in a taxable resulted in taxable income. Uh, but he was <clears> giving <throat> all the money straight to the church. So, so it all, couldn't be taxed. That's all California, then, if it's Kaiser. No, Salt Lake City. Is there a Kaiser Permanente in Salt Lake? Yeah. No, I don't know. They're in California for sure. Yeah, it's Salt okay. Lake City. Wow. Okay. Oh, no, Kaiser's big. He was one of the oh, yeah. uh, defendants. Yeah, he uh, he made everyone minister so that way they could file underneath uh, the 501c tax code. So and they would just have all of their money like direct deposited to the church. Straight to the church. And then the church would pay them. Basically, or it, it, it them didn't. It didn't really say yeah. that in there. They said they were told they were taking a vow of poverty. Yeah. But basically, all the ministers were 
what, what would you consider laundering the money through their yeah, church exactly. so it cannot be taxed? <laughs> exactly. In fact, the Vatican is the eighth most popular spot in the world for laundering money. Which works because you don't got to show on your tax return where any of the money nope. goes or comes from. Yeah, you yeah. don't have to. You don't have to show anything. So it's a perfect <clears throat> harbor if you want to launder some money. Yeah. Um, well, I'm just, wondering on what grounds they were they were deemed to be breaking the law if this is their professed religious belief. It's not. It's not a religion. New because I, cause I think, well, no, because he set up this church. Because so. they were going into it with the full intent. They weren't an actual oh. church. The full intent of the church was to be able to not pay taxes. Well, right. Yeah, that, that's yeah. the intent of yeah, the church. Yeah, let's grill him what, for a minute on his story. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but what? But what delineates? You know, a quote unquote true church. Yeah, how did they determine any that church that, being you, that anyone would choose to set up? I, how did they determine that? It, it didn't really list that. It just had a lot of the defendant's statements. Like, but, did they not have their official five hundred one c three designation from from the Internal Revenue Service? I hope they did. <laughs> I should have said that. I don't fucking know. But they were actually sued in two thousand ten. Uh, and that's where this whole thing comes from. From a, the, it, Basically, the government said it was a tax fraud scheme. Yeah, well, of course, and I'm glad they got that's it. That's all they listed as is a tax yeah, fraud scheme. That's what sure. he's being sued for. Yeah. So. Well, I think the same can be said of many religions out there. Yeah, I think. And so I'm, I'm just wondering what. All of them. You know, well, what, what, what bright line did they draw to say your religion is less valid than any other religion out there? For a yeah. single church that started in 2004 to have 50 ministers, that's kind of suspicious. They're just growing really big. They're growing <laughs> really quickly. Or, or what if? Um, That's an intrinsic part of their yeah, religion. Exactly. All, all of their members that have been a part of this for more than twenty-four months are ministers. That's, that's what God told us to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, but I think it's great they don't let them get away with that. I mean, I think just, just taxing, just taxing a single sect of Christianity in America would at least bring. I think our public school scores up within the top 25 in the world where they were just what 30 years ago. Well, there's so mu- there's so much that could be done to, to increase tax revenue. Yeah. I mean, you could, no, I know you but could, I, you could close all kinds of loopholes. You could legalize a lottery casinos, yeah. marijuana, marijuana, all, you know, right. But I think and, churches and, should be first and all manner of drugs for the, yeah. for the, for yeah. that. Yeah, reason. yeah, exactly. But I think churches are so established and it's, I mean, we're talking B, Billions of dollars, right? You know, well, that's, that's the only time church likes the separation of church and state. Like, no, I don't want the government mm-hmm. taking my money. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, they say the fastest way to become a millionaire is is become a minister. <laughs> well, is to start <laughs> your own church. Uh, yeah, you know, and, and and so I'm curious to know what what happened or what tipped them off or, or like I said, what it's what was the bright fraud. line they drew right. to say that your church is less valid than the other. Churches who believe in a mythology. Yeah, how did they decide? See, it, that it didn't. One it was? didn't say if like maybe they weren't actually doing any sort of actual church services. If it was a, a a fake church, it didn't really list that. It just said it was yeah. a fraud scheme. So he could have set up, you know, made did all the documentation saying it's a church on paper, but in reality, it does not exist. Yeah, well, yeah. Hmm. I, I'm still curious to know what they would have. Well, you know, what qualifications one needs to follow. Yeah. In order to go back and find in order to say that it's a true and valid, a true (laughs) and valid church. Quotations, right? Provide evidence that what you're saying is actually beneficial. Yeah, I don't know. Well, then we'd have none, I guess. Well, it just seems weird to me. It does. It does seem weird. Um, Yeah, I only had one other news story, which 
was the gospel music one, which I don't know if you want to do that one or not. You know, what's, you know what's sad about that? What? That was way worse of a segue, and we didn't even try to fuck that up at all. <laughs> I know. <laughs> his last segue was I said be, screw the segues. He was, his last segue was going to be so great, and me and Dan already even knew what he was going to go into, and we were still like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hit us with well, it, Dude, I'm sorry about that. So How do you make man. a segue for yeah. getting axed in the head? Um, I might, maybe with my next news story, I could have done that, but Lizzie, uh, Lizzie okay. Borden... Something I don't know. Uh, I didn't even think of Lizzie Borden. Yeah, well, uh, that is that is fairly current. I think Dan. she only gave Thank one you for whack. up stuff from your childhood, but uh, we're gonna. <laughs> but apparently, <laughs> in North Carolina, gospel music drove this woman to axe her stepfather in the head. It says a North Carolina woman was charged with assault with a deadly weapon over the weekend after gospel music allegedly drove her to hit her stepfather in the head with an axe. According to the Gaston Gazette, 72-year-old Reginald Robertson had his 32-year-old stepdaughter, Mary Catherine Atkinson, uh, to stop using profanity and taking the Lord's name in vain on Sunday before they sat down to watch late evening evangelical Adrian Rogers on TV. Hmm. Atkinson had told her mother that she was uh, sick of her stepfather's gospel music and was going to cut him up with an axe. She came in and attacked him, starting one with... one uh, prone to do. <laughs> said, yeah. I was just baffled to see this happen, Robertson recalled. God was with me, and I was able to subdue her. I was baffled because God was with me. Surely he's going to stop the axe-wielding maniac. Yeah, pretty I much was... God's, God's hand <laughs> going, and whack. I was baffled Go. because she'd already told me that if he doesn't turn yeah. James Brown off, that I'm going to hit him with an axe. God allows 30,000 children to die of starvation every day, an untold number of children to be raped... Yeah, every single day. Surely yeah. he'll stop an axe wielding maniac. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because she actually got to hit her stepfather in the head with the axe before she was able she to stop the to. attack. Yeah, she. Uh, <laughs> she kind of likes the choice of words. <laughs> uh, I said he was released from the hospital after doctors treated his head injury with stitches. Uh, and Atkins, At- Atkins' mother said that her daughter cried when she apologized and claimed she did not remember why she attacked her stepfather. She must not have a very powerful swing. It's all I can. No. Yeah, and she was probably pretty sincere because she cried during her apology. And her photo it looks weird. She's making that weird duck face like, I didn't do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pouty face. I'm in trouble because I hit someone with an axe. Come on. <laughs> I'm a good Christian. <laughs> <laughs> so is it is it clear what the child's beliefs were? It or did not say. She uh, just really hated gospel music. She just music. really hated gospel music, apparently. So the only way to solve that problem was an axe to the head. Yeah. Went all boarding on that one. Well, that's always my first choice Yeah, in, in trying to stop someone from listening to gospel music. Yeah, tell me I mean, about it, dude. I tried to read a story a minute ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel the, bad when I run out of a highlighter, but... Uh, <laughs> the only thing worse than gospel music is like worshipping like a skinny man or something. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Setting me up. Seg- <laughs> that, was, that was the segue extraordinaire. That was. Yeah, I, 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 and to Ryan's home state. Yeah. 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 But it's not in Oshkosh because she no. was not wearing overalls. <laughs> and they might have. Actually, there were two of them. 12 year old girls. Yeah. How old was the axe murderer or axe attempted murderer? 30, 32. Oh. All right. So she was well within her right mind, uh, unless she was on well, medication. Uh, yeah. I mean, to be honest, I might ask someone in the head for listening to too much gospel music. 
I, okay. I, I, I take that back. I'm, yeah, I'm, making, <laughs> I'm making some mental notes. That's on record. Um, he'll be at the booth at Pride Week this, this week. <laughs> Don't play gospel music. <laughs> He's going to have a video camera and a hatchet. <laughs> uh, two 12-year-old Wisconsin girls arrested in the weekend stabbing of their friend plotted four months before the attack. Waukesha or Waukesha? Waukesha. Oh, right. I was so close. Waukesha. <laughs> I thought you were trying to say a name. <laughs> a yeah, person. Dude. No, yeah, no, I was. Um, Waukesha. It's my friend. She'll be here this week. <laughs> Waukesha. Um, Waukesha Police Department said Monday, the arrest of the girls who are not identified because of their age came just hours after they allegedly lured a f- uh, young f- female, also 12 years old, into a wooded area to play a game and attacked her, police said. Um, quote, one suspect held the victim down while the other suspect stabbed her 19 times in the arms, legs, and torsos. Waukesha Police Chief Jack, uh, Russell Jack. Sorry, that's confusing. My sister Sounds like a dog. Has Jack, <laughs> Jack Russell. Yeah. Maybe he's very energetic, and that's how he's police chief. <clears throat> he just runs around the park all day like, no, you're not going to fucking do that. Um, said at the Monday press conference. The victim, despite having sustained several serious stab wounds to major organs, survived the attack and crawled out of the woods. A passing bicyclist spotted her and called 911, police said. Uh, Jack said the two suspects were friends of the victim. That makes sense to me. Um, Well, isn't that? I mean, yeah, typically happens that you're friends with your assailant. Yeah, I might say they knew knew her. Sure. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) you know... um, Maybe they were friends. I don't know. I thought we were friends. And I, I mean, I usually about how axes. Well, and that Ryan may attack us at any time. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a music. it's a sign of endearment. I mean, it's <laughs> right, right. <clears throat> the two spe- suspects are being held on charges of attempted first degree intentional homicide. They are expected to make their first court appearance on Monday at two thirty Eastern time, and the victim remains hospitalized, uh, but she's in stable condition. Um, it's also, I ha- I, I actually had printed two stories out, but ran out of ink on one of them. And in your highlighter, <laughs> <laughs> hey, fuck you, man. <laughs> in my printer, because I'm prepared for this show. Uh, That's why I just uh, use an iPad. No, yeah. no ink. Well, uh, I'm you're old. younger. Even. Yeah. I'm and old, what's so. your excuse? Get with the no, technology, he's bro. Than me, dude. Gotta be on more tuna. He's younger than me. <laughs> Is he? Yeah. Only three years. You're two. I'm 32. Yeah, I'm 30. 30. Yeah. All right, then. <laughs> I'm up, just, poor, I'm just bald. <laughs> I'm a little bit older. <laughs> yeah. No, that's okay. <clears throat> no, but you know what? It's it's okay, though. We have Dan on here because he was definitely a, an advocate of abolition. and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Still is, so we're glad to have him. Yay! (laughs) Uh, So the motivation behind this story comes from a video game, which I have myself played, um, called Slenderman, which takes place in the woods of Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Hey, whoa! (laughs) Oh, no, I didn't... Cornfields! No, it's in in the woods. (laughs) Uh, uh, Iowa? (laughs) Um, I don't know where it takes place, but the premise is there's a bunch of... Paper notes pinned about throughout the woods, on trees, abandoned buildings, so forth. And the idea is to collect all the paper notes, and Slenderman makes that task pretty difficult. The more papers you collect, the closer and faster he gets to 
stopping you from collecting more. Um, it's a suspenseful game. I didn't find it to be as scary as my 13-year-old son, or I think he was 12 at the time, um, thought it was. But apparently these girls thought that the Slender Man was a real person who lived in a man- ab- abandoned home near their house and thought that the best way to appease him was to murder people in his name or for him. Well, didn't that's, they- that's what he wanted, was human sacrifice. Yeah. And that, that would keep him happy. And I thought, you know, it's an interesting parallel that a lot of people, in fact, all of the media seem to have missed. Um, and the religious people I, I know personally, when I, when I would relay this story to them, were outraged by the idea. You know, this was insane and, you know, totally ridiculous and saw absolutely no, there was nothing comparable to the Bible they believe in at all. Which I thought was kind of a weird sort of, uh, I don't know, is that? Uh, well, it's it's the cherry picking. I mean, they don't want to they don't want to believe all of the horrific parts of the Bible. No. Well, so the, and so one of the one girl who actually came up with the plan um, told her friend about what you know not the not the one they were going to stab, but the other one that was complicit in the axe <laughs> told her about that, and. Her quote was, yeah, I thought it was weird when she told me about it, but then I thought it would be nice to prove all the skeptics wrong that oh. think the Slender Man doesn't really exist. Uh, and I thought, God, that's just fucking perfect. Uh, I mean, that's exactly... That's so exactly, I'm going to murder someone to prove parallel. it doesn't exist. That is exist. the religious mentality right there. That is it. They've just created their own religion. Yeah. And they're, and they're so early on that they still think human sacrifice is necessary. Sure. You know, the other ones have gotten away from that. It's taken, you know... I wonder if they thought Slender Man was going to come down and go, no, do not stab them with that knife on the rock. Do not sacrifice your son. I was just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no mention of that. I think they, you know, they stabbed her 19 times. Yeah. So I think they were a step ahead of Abraham. Um, oh, yeah. They're a little committed. bit behind O.J. Simpson. <laughs> Should I laugh? <laughs> I'm still wondering. I chuckle. <laughs> oh, OJ. Oh, man. I think that says something about me. I remember, I remember 1993. <laughs> was I was a year 94? out of high school. I was in elementary school. God damn yeah. it. <laughs> I think I was in sixth or seventh grade. Seventh grade, 93. <sighs> I remember seeing the OJ Simpson verdict over the TV in like fifth grade and sitting in art class. <laughs> Yeah, I remember. You guys I, are young. I remember I had a card, uh, O.J. Simpson card, and I wrote on the back that O.J. Simpson was convicted innocent. Convicted. He was convicted. Convicted innocent. innocent. Uh, yeah. Well, that, that card's was, worth nothing. No, I know, I know, I know. But I'm just saying, like, I was 12, so I was just like, you know. But and he's still in jail. Is he in jail? Well, O.J. Yeah. For robbery, not for murder. Yeah, for robbery, yeah. for stealing his jerseys. Back. I didn't know. I didn't know he was still in jail. Yeah. I was watching Cops once because there's nothing better to watch at work than Cops because it's I funny. I used to really like watching Cops. He was on Dude. one of the episodes, the Vegas episode of Cops, where he was being arrested. I'm like, that looks like OJ. I'm like, shit. That is That OJ. is OJ. <laughs> you know what you can watch at work that would be better than Cops? Jerry Springer. Platoon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I might try to see if it's on TV tomorrow. And if it's not, I'll rent it and put it on the TV. <laughs> Although like, that guy won't be there. Hey, you fucking bathroom rat. <laughs> That's room rat. That's no. Room. I'm gonna call him bathroom rat from now on. <laughs> if like I he's work constipated. Out, I'd be like, yeah. No, you just fucking sit in there because I don't want you to come out for anything. 
Some of our bathrooms are nice. They're, they're private. Yeah. No TV in them though. We do got well, Wi-Fi. Da- he doesn't care about TV anyway, right? Well, I mean, if it's if it's if it's uh, uh what is it? The conference. One general the, conference. Yeah, general conference. Uh-huh. Then of course fucking, he wants that bad. TV. Too bad, dude. Platoon's on. I know. Fucking hey, right? You, you should you <laughs> should play the you should play the flip side of of that coin and say, I don't want I don't want yeah. to have to listen to that bullshit yeah, while I'm here at work. Yeah. I don't want your religious indoctrination on me. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to hear anything that doesn't swear for three fucking days. <laughs> I don't want to watch anything that tells lies. <laughs> Talks about how homosexuals are bad. Mm-hmm. Women wanting to hold the priesthood is bad. That's fucking terrible. Fucking. I <laughs> <laughs> you know what else to say. No, that was, uh, that was, I think it was a great, great. I didn't have anything. Uh, uh, sure. So, thanks for tuning in this week. Um, I am uh, offensive captain Matt. Wow, that was awesome. So, uh, nobody watches sports. Um, Offensive offensive captain? Offensive captain? I'm trying to figure out what sport you're fucking talking about. Is this a hockey thing? No, that'd be football. Offensive captain? Dude, you're a fucking... We got fucking Raiders coasters every week when we come over here, bro. I gotta deal with that shit. I'm used to, like, the captain of the football team being the quarterback. Yeah, offensive, right? Is there a defensive captain? Yeah. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't have captains. We just had hit them. Well, (laughs) and when I was at Murray, it was it was you know you had to play both sides because we were a three A school at the time. Yeah, same here. Yeah, (laughs) okay. All right. There was no. I'm gonna only play offense, (laughs) (laughs) or I'm gonna only play defense. All right. All right. I'll go with. I'll go with. uh, I'll go with a little more appropriate reference. I am the hops hop. Hopscotch Captain Matt. <laughs> I'm Cuba Libre Dan. What? That's what I'm drinking. I don't know. <laughs> Dude. I- I'm motherfucking Ryan Duffy. Motherfucking Ryan Duffy. Right. <laughs> motherfucking Ryan okay. Duffy. Deal with it. <laughs> You're I mean, so tuna, bro. We are all tuna. So tuna. <laughs> oh, man. We are so tuna. Thanks, everybody. Bye.